This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. You come in here and do this for 12 hours each day, man. I'm sure that you're going to look at Basic Forest wrong or something, you know, once while you're in there. And I'm sure the trolls at home are sitting there saying, Dude, you try to troll a cast for 10 hours, man. This is a lot of work. <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mines they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal palm-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-T. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly. <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs> and now, the A-Team. Welcome to episode 93 of the A-Team Podcast. This is KYT, as always, with Scott, Jay, and Jonathan. How's it going, fellas? Awesome. What's up? Oh, man, you beat me to it. Damn it, Jay. <laughs> uh, to Jonathan's dismay, there's a lot of more Booze Cube comments from last week. Oh, don't worry. We're not going to do it. <laughs> stuff ready. Damn it. Like, that's all my Twitter feed has been for like, the last two weeks. More Booze Cube. It's the J and KYT army <laughs> against John. You know what? I've been too lazy to turn my army against you guys, so you better thank your lucky stars. That's right. I just got I just got a fucking tweet. More booze cube, please. You need to tell Medina to shut the hell up and let you talk about <laughs> awesome stuff or get off the cast. Like that just came in my Twitter feed. Oh man, are those my options? I think I choose get off the cast. <laughs> yeah, I told you you're fired. Fuck you, nobody likes you. Yeah. Anyway, so so we 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 can just get in real quick before we we go anywhere. Um, so I got sent some uh some cards of us, uh, from Kevy Metal on Twitter, and not bad. Uh, should we? Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Should, but but should we introduce our guests before cool. we go on like into Well, I, I wasn't going on Infinite Boost Cube. I wasn't going to get into it. Yeah. I was just going to say that we received some. It's in the show notes. Um, so check it out. And now we'll let Dad do what he does best. Oh, show. do what he does best. <laughs> no, you don't, have to, you, don't have to, you don't have to introduce me. Fuck me. Who cares? <laughs> let's, just, let's just let the audience guess. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. So why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? So ladies and gentlemen, for your auditory pleasure this week, We've acquired uh, one of the uh, strongest streaming entrants that we've had uh, joining into the fray in the last uh, couple of weeks. And uh, this man needs, you know, lots of introduction. Um, and I'm not sure that uh, I could possibly do it justice. So, sir, mystery guest number one, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. You are just far too kind in your introduction. Just way too nice. 
I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. Okay, I don't know what you're trying to do here. I Hi. agree with that. No. <laughs> I'm glad you should. My name is Cedric Phillips. Hi, everybody. Hi, Cedric. <laughs> Hi. I'm really good at playing tutus for one mana. <laughs> one of the very best. Thank you. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, Cedric Phillips has joined us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those of you that have been watching his stream uh, that's been going on all week, uh, I believe it's um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you're streaming? That's correct. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nice. That's at twitch.tv slash SETIP. So the link for that will also be in the show notes. And no doubt you will hear Cedric say it at least 12 times between now and the end of the show. Minimum 12. Minimum. Get your Minimum. pens ready. Get your pens ready. <laughs> New drinking game. Shot every time you hear the stream address. Okay. So, uh, so Cedric has decided to join us, and uh, we're, we're pretty pleased about it. Uh, he's... You know, done uh, some pretty sweet stuff for us on his stream uh, in terms of uh, promoting our show. So we thought we would uh, 100% make sure that we had him on, uh, you know, because we never have. And it's been nice for you to come back and be relevant. So we like that. <laughs> well, I like it, too. Being relevant is fun. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So your records so far, your accomplishments in Magic um, can be... Summarized into what? Aside uh, from like, as aside won. from, aside from outstanding Kitkin master. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Outside of the maniac playing Kitkin in every tournament. Um, let's see. I have one Pro Tour top eight with Kitkin. Um, I have ten PTQ wins. I have a Grand Prix top eight in two thousand four during Mirror to Mirror and Darcyl sealed. Um, I've got a handful of Grand Prix top 16s, um, two state championships. I am your current reigning Washington state champion. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Um, Suck it, Washingtoners. <laughs> that's right. I actually played that tournament with a 61 card deck. So if I did win, I got to say suck it to everyone. And so I did. Nice. <laughs> and then um, you moved, right? And then what? And then you moved? No, I still live in Washington. Oh, you live in Washington? Okay. Yeah, I live in Seattle. Gotcha. Um, and then I would say that's about it. You know, I have a column that some people enjoy, and then people are enjoying my streaming. So that's pretty much it. Nice. So that so you you are obviously writing still for Star City Games. Uh, the column name still is Insider Information, if I'm not mistaken. Also, the name of your stream, if I'm uh, if I have that right. That is also true. Awesome. So um, talk to us a little bit about you know I know for a while you you were really heavily into, you know, writing religiously every week and, you know, we were seeing, you know, consistent content from you. And then, you know, all of a sudden you kind of said this, like, thanks for the memories, like I'm out. So I'm retiring from magic. What happened? Um, the short version is I got burned out because I was playing eight hours a day, five to six days a week. Um, and magic was basically my job. So the short version is I got burned out. The long version is, is that Pro Tour Amsterdam was a complete fucking disaster. <laughs> um, and after that tournament, I just didn't want to play magic anymore. Um, and I mean, going into that tournament, I think after that tournament, I got my two pro points. And I had like 17 with, you know, a couple Grand Prix left and then Worlds left. So I could have easily stayed onto the train if I wanted to. But I was just so burnt out and just frustrated and just, you know, a combination of different things. I decided to just take myself off of the train and worry about doing some real life stuff. So that's what I did. What stuff? 
Um, well, I, you know, I, I graduated a college. I was still living in Indiana at the time. And so when Amsterdam happened, like right after Amsterdam happened, the week after I moved to Seattle and I was just more focused on like getting a job, um, you know, like getting my finances in order and just becoming an adult for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of someone who sits online and plays magic online for eight hours a day where you're making well, like $4 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I was tired of being broke and living from tournament <laughs> to tournament and article to article, which is just sad. When you need the $200 from an article so much, your life is not good. So, <laughs> <laughs> and when, and when I, have, I have three, there was a point where I had three Magic Online accounts open at the same time, all with a Kifkin deck playing three matches at once. Just to, <laughs> oh like, my god. Just to, like, be able badass. to pay for my rent. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like the only deck that you can triple queue with is just something super simple. So I'm, I'm triple queuing on, like, a giant monitor with Kithkin, and, like, I'm under the gun to, like, pay for rent, pay to go to Grand Prix. <laughs> no one should live that life. That's awful. That's this terrible. Makes, this makes so much sense now, because, like, okay, I don't I don't know much about you, uh, but, like, I seen you around, because you lived in Indiana, right? He just said that. Yeah, I'm, I'm setting up my story, Boosh, all right? Okay, so good, anyways, good, good dramatic pause. All right, so shut the fuck up. Anyways, <laughs> what happened was I seen you at a PTQ, and you were playing, uh, it was like round five, and you guys were undefeated. You were playing some dude, and the guy was, like, taking his time, like, thinking about his play, and you were, like, giving him the, like, hurry up motion, like, over and over again. And I remember looking over, and I, I didn't know who you were at the time. I'm like, dude, look at this asshole over here. He won't even let this guy like, decide, you know? But um, I just see now, you're, you're used to playing, like, three cues at once. You you could have two other games going on while this guy's still trying to decide. So, yeah, it makes, yeah. It makes, more, it makes more sense to me. I could literally play Kithkin with my... During that format, I could play that deck with my eyes closed, like, three matches at a time, didn't have to... <laughs> didn't have to think about what to do any of my turns, because I had been in every situation ever that that deck could present itself against, against, like, every matchup. So I didn't have to ever think about, well, you know, what I was going to do or if I was going to bluff anything. Just nothing like that. Um, as far as me waving someone along, yeah, I could be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. I, that's that's <laughs> I in felt, my range. I felt, I felt bad for the guy because he was kind of shaking, you know, because he's, like, playing against you. But I didn't know it was you at the time, but he was, like, shaking and, like, trying to figure stuff out. And you're like, dude, come on move it along, and I'm just like, oh, man, I just, like, cringe for him. It's like when you watch that movie, and, like, the really embarrassing thing is happening to the main character, and you're like, oh, this just, oh, this is really happening, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then, I mean, back then I was, Jesus, I, that well, was when I was 23. Cedric, Cedric, back then you were the Esper Charm guy, weren't you? Yeah, I was the scumbag with Esper Charm, too. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. God, that story. Like, what else was I supposed to fucking do? <laughs> I asked him five times if he wanted to target himself. Why do you think I would ever ask that question? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't catch on that. Hey, maybe I shouldn't be targeting with this. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to target yourself? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. You're sure. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Oh man! So, do you ever like? Okay, so you wrote about that, and it was a big, uh, it was big controversy. I remember it. Uh, Do you ever like regret like doing that or writing about it or anything like that? Because you got a lot of flack for that, right? Yeah. So I definitely don't regret writing about it because I wrote about it just to see what everyone's opinion on was and where they stood. 
Um, so I don't regret writing about that at all because it's like really easy for people to say like what they would do when they're not in the situation, yep. you know, like, and that's like going, I think that round, like I was like five and oh in this cash tournament and like the win that round, like let me double draw on a top eight or, or, you know, like whatever, like it's all, I feel like it's all situation dependent on if you want to do it or not. Like if you're playing for top eight of a pro tour and you're, and this guy is like Esper Char myself, like, you know, target me, like, I don't care what like anyone says. Everyone's just gonna be like, "Yeah, you're discarding two cards." <laughs> like, playing for top tier pro tour, like I'm sorry, man. Like you should know what your cards do. Yeah. But like because it's like a lower level cash terms, everyone everyone's like, "I wouldn't do that. That's horrible. That's the meanest thing ever." But so, you were I trying mean, to pay your rent, right? Yeah. Every, <laughs> every tournament I'm playing, and I'm like, my back's against the wall. I have to win every tournament I'm going to. Like that tournament, someone. Um, I don't know if you know Ben Schwartz and Noah Schwartz. Yeah, but they, I know that he doesn't like me, but I know him. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't go to the tournament because I had no money. So I was just going to sit in my apartment in Indy and just grind moto. And Ben Schwartz and Noah Schwartz are like, "Yeah, we'll pick you up. We'll spot you for the tournament. You know, it's fine. You know, just oh, pay that's us back. awesome." So you, like, I literally have zero dollars, and I need to win the tournament too. Yeah, you're so, actually negative dollars, right? Because you got to pay these guys back, right? Yeah, to be able to eat tomorrow. <laughs> so, so like you know this guy Esper drops himself and I feel like I'm being pretty good about it giving my situation where I'm just like are you sure are you sure <laughs> are you sure you know like I don't want to do this to you but like if you're going to do this to you then I'm going to do it to you <laughs> I, I don't really feel like I'm to blame but I mean uh, to your original question I definitely don't regret writing about it at all because like it was a very hot topic I wanted people's opinions on it and that sort of thing and if people want to judge me on like that one scenario if that's what you guys want to judge me about or judge me upon, that's fine, so be it. I don't really care. The people who know me know that, like, I'm not a bad guy, so. Yeah. So, so you, you took the hiatus, obviously, you, you came back, and, like, what brought you back? I mean, aside from the cardboard crack, like, what brought you back? (laughs) So, I get motivated to play Magic for, like, very, like, obscure reasons. Like, I've been (laughs) playing, I've been playing Magic since I was, I don't know, 13, 12 or 13, I started playing competitive magic when I was 16. And so what drove me to want to, like, I always had dreams of being on the train for the pro tour, but I didn't ever really consider them to be realistic because, like, I know how good I am at magic and, like, I'm perfectly reasonable, but, you know, I'm obviously not your Louis, Louis Scott Vargas or Paulo or any of that stuff. Never have been, never will be. Um, I, I do have my moments where I shine because I know how to play white weenie well, whatever. Um, but, you know, I get motivated to play magic for different reasons. Like, when I was 20, I played against, I don't know if you guys remember when Steve Satan was trying to make his run on the Pro Tour, and he was, like, writing articles about it, and he was going to every single tournament. Do you guys remember that? No. No. Okay. So it's like when I was 20 years old, like, Steve Satan was, like, paying to go to, like, these overseas Grand Grand Prix, and he was just, like, grinding, grinding, grinding like a maniac, and, like, writing articles about it on Star City, like, updating his progress, letting people know where he's at, and, you know, people wanted to really queue. Well, I played against Steve Satan in the Team Pro Tour, and I played against him, and he beat me, and he played, like, absolute dog shit. <laughs> and so after he beat me, he started writing these articles, and then he made it on the train. Like, he accomplished his goal. And I was like, if this fucking guy can get on the train, I can be on the train. <laughs> so I get motivated for really screwed up reasons. So the reason that brought me back this time is, <laughs> is that... I was actually in Salt Lake. I was trying to qualify for Pro Tour Barcelona because my best friend in Seattle, Stephen Berkeley, qualified. And there's a lot of my friends qualified for the tournament. Charles Gindy, Chris Anderson, Jerry, 
just everyone that Greg Hatch, James Gates, every person I wanted to go to the tournament with qualified. And I wasn't qualified. My last chance was Salt Lake. So Conley Woods bought my flight. You know, I played one of his decks. It's the worst fucking deck I've ever played in the tournament, obviously. You know, I'm out by round seven. <laughs> and, and I'm watching day two. And I'm watching a feature match where Jackie Lee and Michael Hetrick are playing for top eight. And this little kid comes up to me. And he comes up to me and he's like scared to talk to me. This kid, seven or eight years old. He's like scared to talk to me. And I'm just like, what's going on, little dude? And he's just like, well, you won't say anything. And so his dad comes up to me and he's like, yeah, hey, he's like a really big fan of yours. Uh, you know, I taught him how to play magic with Kithkin deck um, that you played for a really long time, like over, you know, a couple of years ago. And I'm like, that's really, really cool. You know, like, and, and he was like, he was like starstruck to talk to me. Fucking moron. Like, you don't know. <laughs> I'm dumb, and I just play White Weenie well, and when in reality, people just play poorly against me, and all I'm doing is playing a creature every turn. I'm not doing anything special. So, like, <laughs> I, you know, I shouldn't be, like, this star or whatever that people make me out to be. I'm just a normal guy, and I just make a ton of mistakes when I play, too. But this kid was, like, so, like, nervous to speak to me, and his dad, you know, had to, like, edge him on and be like, hey, you know, go talk to him, and he wanted me a science play map, so I did, and, like, it just, like, made me realize, like, oddly enough that, like, I'm having, like, this impact on people's life that, like, I don't even notice. Like, people really like the work that I do, and they like my personality and all that stuff. And so I was like, I mean, if people enjoy what I'm doing, and if I can make an impact on someone's life who's that young, then, yeah, sure, I'll start writing and playing again. So that's why I came back. Hmm. Does that mean you're here, Does that mean you're here to stay for a while? <laughs> well, I don't feel like I'm going to be leaving anytime soon. Like, I... <laughs> A lot of people were really enjoying, like, people like watching my stream. Like, they get entertainment from it, you know. Like, I have fun doing it, and people enjoy watching me do it. So, until one of those things changes, until I hate myself for doing it, <laughs> people are like, F you, we're not watching you stream anymore, and it's just not fun. Like, that's the only way I'm going to stop. Um, you know, at this point, like, traveling to events every weekend like I used to be, like going to every Grand Prix no matter what and every tournament – I'm not going to do that as much anymore because I'm going under the commentary side of the game. But, you know, if you guys want to watch me battle and you guys enjoy my personality, then obviously just watch the stream because we have a lot of fun there. Yeah. I, uh, I was able to log on for about uh, an hour on Tuesday and, uh, and I was watching you bash away and yeah, it's, it's quite the show. Like you, you really put it on and, and the music's great and it's a, uh, it's a good show to watch, man. You, you're doing well. I you love like that he has a, a set time. You know what I mean? Like, some dudes are, like, on Twitter, I'm streaming right now. It's, like, you know, one fifteen in the morning or, you know, just <laughs> randomly, like, I'm at work. It's, like, right before lunch, like, you know, 11.25, and they're, like, streaming, and I'm just, like, oh, okay, <laughs> awesome, you know? But uh, I like I like how he has a set time because if you want to get in and you want to kind of hang out, like, it's already set, you know? Yeah, I try to have it at, like, a reasonable time, like, 4 o'clock, in Seattle, 7 o'clock on the East Coast. I feel like people are home from work then, you know, or, and you're, you're probably just, like, settling down, like, after dinner or something like that, and are just looking for some things to do. And truthfully, most people just dick around on their computer anyway, just, like, yeah. browsing and not actually doing anything. So, you know, I do it from 4 until 6. You know, I, I don't expect to have someone's attention for five hours. You know, I'm not going to stream until fucking midnight or something. That's ridiculous. I think asking for more than two hours of someone's time to watch me play an eight-man or do a cube draft is, I, I think, fair. And, and I guess everyone else likes that I have a scheduled time and they know when and where they can find me. So, yeah. Also, since you've come back, like, I knew that you were a writer, like, before you left. And 
I didn't. I just knew that you were the Kithkin guy, right? Uh, but like after you come back, yeah. I mean, I didn't know. Obviously, my knowledge of Cedric Phillips is like so vast, well, right? Well, in all, in all fairness, hold on. Not only was he the Kithkin guy, but he was also the affirmative action hire on Star City Games. <laughs> yeah, we have to make it okay. Yeah. And since Dave Williams won't do it, I mean, I guess I'm the only person left. There's no one else, right? Yeah. There's literally no one else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's all this stuff about women in magic, man? We gotta get more black guys into magic. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm all yeah. alone. It's not easy. Is it is it a hostile environment for black guys, you think? <laughs> so anyways, the story goes on. So uh, but since you got back, uh I've been hearing a lot of good things about your writing in general. Like I have I didn't hear like good things, not to say I didn't heard bad things, but like actually like Trick Jarrett was pimping one of your articles. Um and uh, other people that are really excited about your writing, do you feel like your writing's, like, improved since you came back? So it's interesting, like, once again, because the time when I was writing was, like, you know, when I was on the train, when I needed to write, um, because the $200 was really important to me and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And when you're trying to write a weekly column, um, you're trying to write a weekly column from Star City where Chapin, Jerry Thompson, Flores, <laughs> like, all these people... And you're trying to write something that is different than what they have to say. It's yeah. like when Delver like took over like like a month ago or whatever. Everyone's just like, Delver's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like eight articles on the front page that says Delver's awesome. Yeah, no shit. We all know that. <laughs> like not every person needs to write about that. So, you know, for me, it was kind of difficult. And I was always the person who wrote about like the tier like 1.5 tier 2 deck because that's actually what I legitimately like playing. But sometimes my articles, you know, suffered in quality because there there were times where I was just like, fuck, I have to prepare for this tournament. I need to grind moto for like eight hours today so I can pay for my rent. And fuck, here's an article about who gives a shit. And I <laughs> um, but I mean, now, obviously, I'm a little bit more stable um, and I don't have to write every week. And, you know, I can write when, only, when I have something I actually want to say. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's weird if you've ever written a column before, and John, I know you have. Yeah. Writing a weekly column is, like, kind of hard, actually. Yeah, it's definitely a grind. Like, especially, like, I was writing about finance, and it's like, what are you going to say about finance every week? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you have to you have to be very inventive. <laughs> now, the advantage we have as Magic players, though, is that we get Christmas, like, five times a year, right? So, yes. you yes. know, you, you can certainly try to leverage, you know, those time frames as as much as possible both from a finance as well as a play perspective but yeah eventually you just get into the the dry you know in between set three you know core release sort of or the first quarter when fucking nothing's happening well and yeah it's you gotta grind it finance is is like you i'm writing on star city games right so like what am i going to say about finance that i can say on star city games right (laughs) because <laughs> Star City Games likes to pretend like no other site exists, right? Yeah. But, like, finance is all about, like, you know, using your resources to find value in, in all this stuff, right? So, like, I'm ki- I was kind of, like, in this weird place where I'm like, yeah, here's what everything looks like from a Star City perspective. You know what I mean? But not necessarily, like, here's how to, like, grind value on eBay. You know, I got away with a couple of, you know, kind of articles like that, but I don't think I would have. I mean, the last article didn't make it, right? How to be a, how to be a vendor at events, right? Yeah. That one didn't make it on there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really it's really tough too. Like like I said, like I was writing. I don't want to say I was up against Chapin or Jerry or that sort of thing, but like when I was working there the first time, you know, I I 
specifically requested to be like to have my articles due on Thursday because I want to be able to see like what Chapin's putting out, what Jerry's putting out, so I don't step on their toes or anything like that because it's so easy to do. And like if I write the same article as Chapin or Jerry or you know some some Kibler for example, who the fuck's gonna listen to me over those guys? Mm-hmm. Like what is the point of even writing that then? You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I have the- Jess Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the advantage of not having to care about anything. I mean, I I care about what they say from like uh, people are going to want those cards perspective, but like they weren't writing finance stuff, so thankfully I didn't have to like go against those dudes with with my content, you know. So is is Monday? So is Monday the prime slot then? Like, is is does Chapin have the market cornered there for that because of that? I mean, it doesn't hurt, and you know the other thing. The other thing about Pat is, is like. Pat works really, really hard. Like, you know, he's at events every weekend, like most of the other pros are too. And then he's still able to like get his article done for Monday, like about the tournament he just played in. You know, yeah, his article's like, always freaking huge too. It's yeah, like, his article's always gigantic, and it's awesome too. It's not like gigantic garbage. It's like gigantic good. <laughs> and yeah. that just used to blow my mind because yeah, it would be the tournament that he was at. Like, I'd read it. It's like you know, four or five thousand words on like. You just turn that in over the weekend, like I'm just like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> and the other thing, the other thing with him is like, and this is why it's like I don't want to say it's like tough working with him because it's obviously not difficult because like we don't work together in an office or something. But it's but it's like when Avacyn Restore came out and he writes the first article about Restoration Angel, and it's like it's pretty clear that that card is good, but like Pat is Pat is able to like write in such a way and like write such a narrative that like he can make a card that isn't that good seem fucking fantastic just by the way he writes you know like he was the first one to talk about Bloodbraid elf he's the first one to talk about restoration angel it's like if i want about our if i want to write about restoration angel now i'm fucked because <laughs> well, well are you kidding between between pat and jerry's article which you responded to we'll get to that in a minute like yeah what else is there to say yeah, what am I going to say that's like, oh, did you guys know that this 3-4 flyer, fuck, just read Chapin's article, forget it. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is like, you have two choices. You could either say something he didn't say, which is really tough because he says a lot, or you could say it, <laughs> or you could say it more eloquently, right? Which is also tough because he's eloquent, so it's like, damn it, like, you kind of get it from both ends. It's really tough to, to compete with that for sure. Yeah, I know who I am. I'm not going to out-eloquent Pat Chapin. Yeah, not going to happen. (laughs) So um, one of your most famous articles upon return is your Curse You, Jerry T. article. (laughs) Uh, One of of my favorites I've read in a long time. I thought, uh, you know, the narrative you put down in that was really good. You know, the the way to follow, the the way it all flowed was was just fantastic. what happened? Like, there's a story leading up to this? Like, you just saw the deck and you just went, like, fuck my balls, I'm screwed? Or, like, what happened? So, um, I think that was right after the coverage that I did for Columbus. Um, so basically, here, here's what happened. And the, the funny thing is, like, it was very tongue-in-cheek. Jerry's one of my best friends in the entire world. And there were legitimately a lot of people who thought I was very mad at him. There might <laughs> still be some people who think that. And if that's true, believe, if you guys think that, believe what you want to. But I was doing coverage for Star City Games Columbus, and I was watching um, the deck play, and I don't like Delver decks. I don't like blue decks. I fucking ponder can die in a fire. I don't ever want to cast that card. Oh, uh, that's mean. That's yep, a good it, it sure is. I hate him. <laughs> and I'm watching him play while I'm doing coverage with Joey Pasco, 
And I'm just watching the deck because it's Delver every round. And I'm like, God, this deck is fucking fantastic. This deck is so good. And, you know, I'm watching him, I'm watching him play, and I'm just like, Restoration Angel just changes everything. And my ramp deck that I'm pushing has Slagstorm and Whip Flare, and it can't kill this fucking thing. And <laughs> Inferno Titan can't kill it. And what the fuck am I going to do about this? And it's just at that point where it just all hits me, and I'm like, I have to find a new deck to play. But I'm too dumb to play Delver because I don't play... <laughs> I don't play decks that have that, like, deal with card selection very well, like your Brainstorm deck and your Ponder deck. And, you know, like, when you ponder into three cards and you have to plan out your next three turns based off, based off of those three cards, that's just not what I do well. It's not my skill set. So I'm looking at this deck, and it's crushing the tournament because it's very obviously the best deck, and I'm just going, no, no, I don't want to play this. I don't want to do this. I'm going to hate it. And when I make a mistake, when I – nothing makes me angrier than when, like, I ponder on, like, turn three, set it up, and then, like, eight turns later, the guy's at one or whatever, and it's just like, well, I had it fucked up somewhere, but I can't figure (laughs) out where, and I'm just like, god damn it, I hate this. I hate this so much. So that's why I was so mad, because I was just, like, coming to the realization, it's like, I'm going to have to be the guy snapcastering ponders and gut-shotting things and, like, figuring out how to sideboard every single match and hoping to ponder correctly and all this shit that I'm just not good at. Brutal. So, yeah. so you you're playing red green aggro now? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. With like I, maximum bonfire. Variants? I would play. I would play eight bonfires if I did. <laughs> that card's <laughs> annoying, man. Oh no, my it's, gosh. It's annoying for you. It's not annoying for me. Yeah, I know. The guy casting it just loves it. He gets a boner. The guy like not casting it, getting cast against him is just like getting soul crushed. Bonfire. It's, like, the most interesting card they've printed in a really long time. Like, for, like, a player dynamic. Because, and this, so, going into P- P.T. Abyssin Restored, like, people know bon- people knew Bonfire was a card. There was all these Naya decks. And, you know, like, it became it became this thing where, like, whoever draws Bonfire and Miracles it, like, or just casts it normally, like, past turn five just wins the game. So, like, you get in all these situations where you're just, like, every draw step is just, like, a huge sweat. You're just like, please, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, every game is like that. But, and then, like, when you get bonfired, when you're on the receiving end of it, you just get fucking pissed. Like, that card's dumb. I hate you. I hope your family dies. And all this stuff. <laughs> but in reality, it's like, you play four of them. And, like, you're playing four bonfires. And, like, getting mad at someone for drawing one of the fours in their deck is completely ludicrous. <laughs> it's like getting mad at, like, someone, like... It'd be mad if, like, you got mad at someone for drawing a Mana League. You'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> for drawing Mana League, you piece of shit. Yeah, I'm mad now. But, like, the la- that's the reaction every time someone draws Bonfire. The last time someone cast Bonfire against me was uh, on Friday. I was testing out my Battlewits deck, and he had some weird-ass, like, white-blue-red control deck. So, like, he got a Tamiyo emblem off because my Battle of Wits deck has, like, friggin' 12 creatures. I can't fucking kill a Tamiyo, right? So he gets a Tamiyo off, draws his bonfire, and then, like, bonfires me, and then just starts, like, because it goes to the graveyard. He just gets it back. And so he, like, casts it again. I'm like, negate. He's casting it, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Stop with the bonfire already. I'll just, I'll just die. I'll just die, okay? Stop casting it. It's just, it's really fun to me, it's really awesome to me because, like, it's, there's no card right now that makes anyone more upset than that one, <laughs> and 
that getting upset is like completely unreasonable because it's four, because it's a four of in your deck. Like if yeah. I got mad at someone for drawing a, a bird of paradise, just think of how <laughs> insane that would be. <laughs> if you just like turn to one forest bird of paradise, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be pissed if the bird of paradise like wiped your board and smacked you in the face for like ten. Yeah, that would be that would piss me off if they drew their bird of paradise. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So uh, you're, um, you you indicated that uh, you were obviously at GP Columbus. I know that, uh, you know, doing coverage with Pasco. And, um, you know, Pasco is a really good buddy of ours, too. So, uh, so it was really – Yeah, bro the show, as we like to say. Uh, it was really awesome to watch the two of you because you were, you know, as, as I'm sure you, you've heard from your previous feedback, you know, you were entertaining and, and vivacious. And it was, it was good to see, you know, your infectious energy, you know, on the other side of that. But at the same time, it was like it, – it, it had such like mania to it, you know, like <laughs> it was, it was, it was awesome. The Twitter, um, the, the picture on Facebook described it all, right? Yeah. Hands <laughs> down, right? So, so, you know, you, you've got another event this weekend. Um, or next. Yes. It'll be, it's the 21st. Okay. So and I'm going to be in Vegas with Pat Sullivan do, doing the coverage for that event. Oh, nice. That sounds awesome. And I am really looking forward to that. Um, the coverage I do with Joey, I, it was so much fun. Um, what a lot of people don't understand because there is a, a, for lack of a better term, there are a lot of trolls for coverage. Yeah. There are a lot of people that bash on the guys and that sort of thing. And some of it's warranted and some of it isn't warranted. And that's fine. You know, like I wasn't perfect in my, in my first thing either. I made some mistakes definitely late in the day on Sunday. Is that the thing that people don't understand is that by the time you get to Sunday, you're so tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're so tired because you know you get in Friday whenever you get in you have to wake up Saturday at like 9 go to the tournament you know the tournament starts at 10 you start casting as soon as round 1 starts and then you're you're in the booth all day um until until the first round of the top 8 is over so let's say tournament starts at 10 you're there for 10 hours you excuse me you're there for 12 hours you're there 10 until 10 and you're just sitting in a booth casting games okay nothing else you get a you get a lunch break for an hour to go get some food or whatever, uh, and a quick dinner break. But you're just in there casting all day, and then you know you go back to your room. Let's say you got done at eleven, and you're not going to go to sleep right away because that's impossible because you've been in a convention all day. So you know there's two hours of cool down time. You know shooting the shit with Joey. So I'm going to bed at one o'clock. You got to be up at seven the next day because you have to do the top four in the finals of the standard, do your standard interview, and then do the whole entire fucking legacy tournament. <laughs> oh, so it's so you're doing this on like five or six hours of sleep and people are just like oh he doesn't know what Smurge does what an idiot it's like, that's <laughs> not true I can't read the Smurge because I can't see right now <laughs> <laughs> oh man I love it too because Joey I always see him because I'm always there early to do trading and stuff and man he's always there bright and early and he just looks like a ball of energy early in the morning Hey, how's it going, Medina? Like, like he just like fresh out of the oven, man. He's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we've got you know, he's got his coffee. I don't drink coffee, but you know, he's got his coffee. And then the the second day, you know, you got your this time he has his venti coffee because fuck, we're tired. <laughs> and you know, we're just doing this stuff. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. You know, we get our lunch break. We get our dinner break. You're just like, oh my god, you're just there's it's just unnatural. You're just gonna be drained doing it. Yeah. So, you know, people make all these critiques about, like, what a moron. He doesn't know what Nimble Mongoose does. It's like, how you come in here and do this for 12 <laughs> hours each day, man. I'm sure that you're going to look at Basic Forest wrong or something, you know, once while you're in there. 
And I'm sure the trolls at home are sitting there saying, dude, you try to troll a cast for 10 hours, man. This is a lot of work. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, so this is something that you enjoy doing? You you want to do, like, much more of it? Like, do you see this sort of, you know, where you want to be heading? Or are you still looking to, you know, get back on the tour and, and fucking win some real dough? You know, I, I think that commentary is much more realistic to me. Um, I like I like providing the enter- the entertainment and educating the people as well. Like obviously we're older guys coming up when we were playing Magic. You know there wasn't something like that, like what we have now, yeah. where like you can watch you can watch a tournament and you know you can have the people in the booth you know educate you what's going on and you know entertain you about what's going on and showing why our game is great. And you know if there are people who are watching or like you know I want to be you know, in those future matches, then you can help them improve their game. I can help them improve their game and explain what's going on and why player A did this and why player B is losing to whatever they're losing to do. You know, I, as far as playing, you know, I get some enjoyment out of it, but nowhere near as much as I used to. For me, the only tournaments I really want to play in are, I I love playing in Pro Tours. Obviously, it's the top of the game. I want to play against the best people, and then, you know, if I beat them, I beat them. If I don't, I don't. Um, Grand Prix for me, especially because they changed everything now about like having the top four and how many points on the pro tour and everything. They're not realistic for me personally to fly to anymore. Mm-hmm. Because like, while I have like a fairly high opinion of myself and how good I am at magic, I, in by no means, I, do I think it's realistic to fly, you know, across the country. I live in Seattle. I'm going to fly to Boston for a GP and I, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to top four. You better believe it. That's <laughs> That's absurd. <laughs> you know, top 16, I think, is realistic, but I understand that they want to make the Pro Tour, you know, more glamorous and that sort of thing, which I'm okay with. But there's no way in hell you can get on a plane and be like, top four? That shit's easy. I'm better than 1,200 people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Owen Turnwall can do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Owen is at the top of the game right now. You know, he's one of the very best players in the game, and... I think it may be realistic for him to have that approach and be like, yeah, I, you know, I think I am one of the four best people in the tournament, so I'm going to go. But for me personally, like, I'm nowhere near as good as I was when I was on top of my game. And, you know, if there's a Grand Prix in Seattle or Portland or, you know, Vegas or something, sure, I'll go to that. But I can't reason spending $500 to fly to, like, Tampa and be like, hell yeah, it's my time. I'm going to destroy this. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. Yeah. No, that's and that's fair. That's fair. All right. So, uh, so that's what's next for you. So, what are you what are you doing like for a real job? Like, because now you don't need to do all of this. Now, this is stuff that you're doing because you want to. So, like, what's keeping you afloat? So, I'm just serving at a restaurant right now, um, and you know, it's just something for me to do during the day. Um, I'm also like my main thing that the thing I care most about is streaming. But obviously, you need something to finance yourself. So, I'm just serving at a restaurant a couple days a week. Um, just to bring in some extra cash. And um, ideally what I'd like to do, and I know that you guys have talked about this, is I would just like to be a professional streamer for Magic. Obviously, there are other games that are doing insanely well uh, as far as streaming. League of Legends, StarCraft II. I didn't even know this world existed until I went on Twitch. And, like, I watched EVO last weekend, the fighting game tournament. Yeah. Yeah. There were, like, 40, 50,000 people just watching people play Street Fighter. And that shit's fucking crazy to me that that happened. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, we have this great game that, like, everyone loves, and it's worldwide, and we have all this money put into this game. 
and then there is just no one streaming it. What the hell are you people doing? <laughs> yeah, like, streaming is very in its like infant stages for magic right now. And like if if you know obviously, you know, I know who like who I am, I know how good I am. Like, you know, if you guys want to watch Brian Kibler stream magic, you know, you are gonna see someone who plays magic much better than I do consistently. He's very good. He has two Pro Tour top eight. I mean, two pro, two pro Tour wins, Hall of Famer, all that stuff. You know, that's not my goal of streaming. Like, I want to be entertaining. You know, I want, I'm going to make mistakes because I'm, just, I don't play perfect. But, you know, if you guys want to have a good time watching people play magic and interacting with people and learning and that sort of thing, then, you know, I think that my stream is the best one to go to. Unless Kibler's drunk. Yeah, Kibler's drunk stream is pretty unbeatable. That was really good. Problem is, is that it's like on at like 1 a.m. <laughs> it's worth it. It's totally worth it. <laughs> I love what he's like. Seriously, let's be serious here. <laughs> is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I think it's important. Like one of the reasons why I'm excited that you know that we're kind of like teaming up a little bit is because if you can become like a professional streamer, right, for Magic, then that means other people can do those kind of things. You know what I mean? It's like like when when the first person like the fact that people get paid, you know, hundreds of dollars to write a magic article is pretty insane, right? Cuz it gives people the opportunity to write magic articles and and it gives it, there's a market there, you know what I mean? So I I like to see stuff like streaming and other stuff that you can do magic related to grow, you know? No, I totally agree with you. And like some people so when I first found out found out about people streaming on magic, streaming magic, like I looked into it briefly and I was just like yeah, like, this seems like whatever. Like, it could be a thing, but, you know, it's not, like, a big deal. And then, you know, I have a really good friend here who is, like, super in StarCraft 2. And I'm just like, you know, what are you doing this week? Are you coming to the PTQ? And he's like, no, there's some giant StarCraft 2 tournament on, you know, that I'm going to watch on Twitch this weekend. And I'm just like, you're going to sit inside all weekend and watch, like, the Asians crush a StarCraft 2? And he's like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Okay. And so I, like, look into it, and I'm like, well, let's see how many people are watching this. And it's like, yeah, like 60,000 people. I'm like, oh, my God. What? <laughs> and I'm just like, 60,000 people watching me play Magic is not, you know, in my wildest dreams. But it's like if, like, 2,000 or 3,000 people are watching me game, like, that's awesome. That's just sweet to me. <laughs> and you can, you can hit those numbers. Like, when I was, uh, like, this streaming stuff, it didn't just come out. But, I mean, for Magic, it's really starting to catch on. And, like, when I first started, like, trolling the streams, um, I was like, this is insane because the stream is not just watching magic. It's really much, it depends a lot on the personality you're watching because uh, if they draw you in and they talk to you while you're, while they're streaming and, like, it's like a hangout session with all these people, plus you're hanging out with the people in the chat, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, like a get together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, and so, like, I was, like, when I first started watching that, I was, like, I said on Twitter, I'm, like, dude, this streaming stuff is the future of Magic content. And then uh, a bunch of people were, like, oh, shut up, Medina, you're an idiot, or whatever. And I'm, like, no way. Like, the fact that you can interact with someone who's playing Magic probably better than you, and then you also have the group thing, thing going on where, like, stuff you say is being tested by other people in the in the chat, and then you're, like, watching this match, like, live, and then you're being entertained at the same time. Like it's just insane. Like I, I'm a I'm a big uh, proponent of streaming. I think it's awesome. We we like we as a society are starting to get more and more conditioned into like accepting more media, you know, at the same time, like from different 
different areas. I mean, you see it now with, you know, kids apparently have ADD all the time, but it's just that they're, they're so conditioned now to, you know, multi-input that, you know, a single input is just not enough. Like, it's just boring. Right. So it's, you know, streaming addresses a lot of that. Like you said, it covers like so much is coming through to you all at once. And unless you actually, you know, get into it, you you don't really understand it until you're sitting there and, it, and you're absorbing it. Yeah. If you're listening, you haven't gotten on a stream, go check out Sam Phillips stream. Just hang out in there for a few <laughs> minutes. I mean, seriously, like just connect it like while you're reading a magic article, just bring it up in the window and put it on the side. That's what I do. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you'll laugh about something. You'll jump in there and be like, oh, Cedric, you're such an idiot. And then he'll be like, screw you, asshole. And then it'll be fun. Like, <laughs> And, like, my thing, oh, my God, the stream I just got done doing today, I played so bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it boggles my mind that I have any accomplishments at all after the game that I played. Like, I, small, small situation. I have, like, I have like uh, I have like two. I, I drafted White Weenie in the cube, obviously, and, <laughs> and like, I have, like a, I, you know, like I have like two guys in play. He has a Kosali Pride Mage. He plays his fourth land. Plays Wooly Thoctar, Has a land up, and I draw Angelic Destiny, and I just start singing this song where I say Magic is a skill game. Magic is a skill game, and I start singing this song, and I just put my Angelic Destiny on this guy. <laughs> Shit. And then I attack, and like he sacks his pride mage, kills my guy, and Thoctar eats my two one. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And everyone's like, how are you so dumb? How have you ever won anything? I'm like, I have no idea. And you know, some people like people like making fun of me about that sort of thing. It's like I don't get mad about that. That was the dumbest thing I could possibly do that turn. You know, I'm like yep. you know, five turns down the road, you know, there was a difficult game state. I just I didn't know what to do. I had like four different decisions, and so I'm just like, all right, chat, what do you guys want me to do? Because I mean, me sitting there just making a decision, it's just like, who, like, that's fine or whatever, but, like, if you guys think you have a better play or you want to see what would happen if you do A, B, C, X, Y, Z, like, I just pull the chat a bunch. I'm just like, should I cast Armageddon this turn or should I, like, play another creature? And I think it's just more fun for people that way. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny because while you were describing that story, I didn't see it coming. Like, yeah. I'm like, what's going to happen? He's going to path it or something? And then, and then you're like, Sax Pride Mage kills a destiny and then eats my guy. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just worst possible turns. Just like, I don't know what I'm thinking, what I'm doing. I have no idea. Oh, God. But I mean, it was, we, we won that draft. <laughs> <laughs> because as bad as we were, <laughs> the opponents were worse. Yeah, I didn't even mention the off colored Brine Elemental that we could only play as a 2 2 face down. <laughs> oh god our deck was not good and I was playing very poorly but there's no justice so <laughs> there's no justice alright not, not ever so uh, so once again if people want to check out your stream the, they, they can find that at uh, you can find the stream twitch.tv uh, slash seddy p c-e-d-d-y the letter p um, I stream Tuesday Wednesday Thursday 4pm to 6pm uh, Pacific Standard Time, so 7 o'clock if you're on the East Coast. Um, so those are my streaming hours. Sometimes I do one on Monday as well. I've been doing it in the, the most recent month. Like, I've done it the, the past three or four Mondays as well, uh, just because I've had nothing else to do because my life's embarrassing. 
So uh, the one thing that you can always count on uh, is is good banter, um, a consistent outlay of uh, basketball jerseys, because um, it seems to be like what you live in, right? Yeah, I got my I got my Chris Paul New Orleans jersey on right now. Nice. <laughs> I'm very happy about this. I wish he wouldn't have gotten traded, but that means I just have to get a Clippers one. That's all. No, but we have we have a good time on the stream. If you guys want to come and you know interact and that sort of thing. You know, shameless name dropping. Owen Turnwall was in my stream today. Matt Spurley was in my stream today. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. Star studded. Yeah, they were calling me a moron, and they were right. But <laughs> but you know, they're. I just have a lot of fun. I interact with the people in there. You know, I am. I am not the star that people make me out to be. I'm a regular guy who fucks up two or three times a game of Magic, and I happen to do very well to pro tour because I didn't make a lot of mistakes that weekend. Nice. All right. KYT participated in the M13 pre-release this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did uh, did anyone else participate in this in this pre-release, or is it just KYT? I did as well. Why? I was playing... the most enthusiastic out of us four, so... What do you mean enthusiastic? I love playing Magic. No, no, I said you were the most enthusiastic out of us four for uh, for M13. Yes, yeah. as a set. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I love all the sets that are not skill testing. Like, because <laughs> like, like, didn't you guys say that Avacyn Restored is not skill testing, right? Yeah. Because I, like, four-owed my Avacyn Restored pre-release. <laughs> and then I four-owed my M13 as well. Ooh. I had good like for you. I had four unsummons, and I guess that card's really good. I I don't ever play limited, so I'm just like, huh, unsummon. I'll just like I guess bounce their shit, and so I just built like blue white flyers, and you know they were playing these big creatures. I'm just like, oh yeah, unsummon, unsummon number three. Ah, suck it, <laughs> dead. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, yes. so I won that, and uh, that was after winning F and M with a deck that I borrowed for some dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was it wasn't it wasn't F and M hero. It was uh, I, I built my F and M hero deck for M thirteen, so like I didn't F and M hero wasn't like put together. So yeah. some dude was like, "Oh, I'll loan you this token deck," and his token deck is a pile of shit. Sorry, Lo, it is. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Um, so it's a pile of shit. He has in his token deck, Silverblade Paladin. Oh God. I'm like, what are you gonna give a? You're gonna give a one-one double strike? Like, I, so I was, I was citing them out like every game because I'm like, why am I having Silver Blade Paladin in this deck? And then uh, this game I was playing against a like a control player, like a blue-white control, and he got like super cocky. He had me like dead to rights. He had like Ratchet Bomb in his hand and all this other stuff, but I had like a seven-seven flying token. He had me dead to rights, but he taps out for a Sun Titan, right? And then I'm just like, oh, Silverblade Paladin, you're dead. <laughs> 14, you. <laughs> are you still wondering why it's in the deck now? Yeah. No. <laughs> Obviously, it was the right choice. <laughs> See, what you fail to realize is, is that when you play a bunch of tokens, you have infinite things to soulbound with. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I guess what I could have been doing, too, is I could have played the Paladin, and then I could have did the instant speed soulbound with the Midnight Haunting, and oh, I could have totally oh. had that double striking Midnight Haunting token, too. How's that's, that for a blowout? Yeah, that's, super blowout. That's broken. So I've been having a good, I've been having a good run on Magic, like accidentally, and uh, and I'm feeling good about it. You know, it's all gonna end when I have to play F and M Hero again, which is just gonna totally suck. But whatever. I believe in you. 
Oh, if Cedric Phillips believes in me, I think I'm going to get there. I completely believe in you. Nice. Just play those Silver Blade Paladins, dog. You'll be fine. Yeah. You should, uh, John, you know what you should do to get some help is that you should uh, give Cedric your FNM hero list and make him stream it in a standard daily one night. <laughs> I think what I should. Your, go- your deck do? It's it's the mono blue Delver deck, but I think I should just go mono white and have you like give me a list because you probably know what's up. Mono blue Delver, yeah, I'd rather kill myself, so that's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'd rather stab my eye with a fork. Yeah, I, 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 you can send me the deck and I'll burn all your ponders. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So um, so KYT was in a pre-release. How'd you do? Uh, I did three one, but uh, really didn't enjoy myself because I would. Because the pool I opened was green-white, and I hate playing those decks in sealed formats because it's just, if there's, especially when my pool didn't have that many tricks, so it's just like hoping to draw like a fat dude and hoping it get there, and, you know, there's no overrun this set either, so I'm just titanic groping things and trying to get there. Um, but the coolest things I was able to do during the pre-release was there's this green card for four-mana sorcery, where you can create a uh, number of tokens equal to, like, the greatest power of your creature. So <laughs> I was able to Titanic Grove something to 8 power and make 8 tokens with that card. So that was pretty cool, but outside of that, like, you know, I hate playing green-white, but I managed to salvage uh, uh 3-1 record and, and win 6 packs, so I was really happy about that, especially since my rares were, like, 2 lands that I have infinite of already, and, like, the blue mythic which is... Uh, Omniscience? Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, oh, God. can't play that. Open another blue card that I couldn't play, so just very happy with my 3-1 record that my guys... Like, the people I play, they just played... I'm usually scared or afraid when someone plays Divination, and I'm just, like, trying to top deck a fatty, and they're drawing cards, but they just Divination to Divination into Index, and I'm like, whatever. It's just, like, <laughs> going through your shit. Index? Come on, are you serious? <laughs> Even I know that's bad. Come on, man. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, what is he going to draw? <laughs> He's not going to draw nothing. It's an index. He's just going to look at the top five. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Windrake, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, those blue cards are fine, but if your deck, you know, is not good, you're not, you know, divination into nothing. And so I was able to get there with my crappy deck. I mean, the, also the white flyer helped me where it gets plus one, plus one for every creature that, you know, you put into play, which also combos with that card I just talked about that puts tokens uh, in the play. So I could Titanic Grove, an 8-8, eight, eight, like pre-combat, make eight tokens pre-combat, give plus eight, plus eight to my flyer, and attack for whatever, for 10, I think. So that was, the, I like, I, I would try to basically milk the fun that I could have with my pool, and I was able to do that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Did you have an intrepid hero? No. So, some dude was playing green white against me. He had intrepid hero, and uh, I was owning him with that stupid sprite that you flash in the invaders, and uh, it's like a three three. So he couldn't kill it with the intrepid hero. He ended up pumping it with a with a growth that titanic growth, and then killing it with intrepid hero. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, what a bastard! <laughs> I was like, that was tech. <laughs> Oh man! Every ang- every angle covered. Yeah, he got me, man. I still killed him, but he got me. he got he got my invaders. I was playing a two of that guy who, whenever you play a creature, you gain two life. Uh, 
Uh, it was like it's a white creature that costs four, and it's whenever a creature comes into play, healer of the pride. So I had like he? he's a two three. Okay. And so like I had like multiple times I had two of those in play, and then my deck was a lot of like two drops, and then the uh, a couple of flash guys. So like I had two of those in play, they'd attack, and I just like flash a dude, gain four, block your guy. It was just uh, I really loved that life gain guy, man. He was awesome. That card seems pretty good, actually. Yeah, because like every creature you have, it's almost impossible for them to race you. Because every time you're playing a creature, it's just like they're like, you know, coming. I went down to one life one time, and then I ended the game on like twenty or eighteen or something. It was just crazy. So frustrating for my opponents, man. They're just like, look at this donkey, just like, and his stupid life gain deck. I had like that uh, life flicker, <laughs> the two drop, and uh, oh man, it was the best. I was just tilting people left and right with my four unsummons and my two hydro blast or hydro surge. <laughs> oh my, your deck so they swing. So bad. Yeah, it is. It's really bad, but it's like they swing and it's like, oh, block hydro surge, suck it. <laughs> Did, did you play against any decks that, like, I played one or two players that basically tried to fit every single Exalted card they had? And, and, I played uh, against some pretty good uh, black-white Exalted decks, but nobody would, like, like all just mono-Exalted. The 3-1 the three, the three one for black is pretty pretty uh, well-costed. Like that one-drop one is insane, man. Uh... The one that has Exalted is, like, a 0-2? And, and then they swing in, it's like a 1-3, yeah, that they swing in with, and then it's like, they had the cathedral land, and it was just like, ugh. <laughs> it was pretty nasty. I also had to play against that, the 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 green creature that you gain five life, and then uh, when it goes away, they get a 3-3, three, three. what's that, like? Oh, Thraktusk? Thraktusk. I had to play against, like, two of those, and those things are, <laughs> they're a beating, man. Holy smokes. <laughs> Like, you're just getting them down to, like, almost dead, and they're like, oh, by the way, Thragtusk. <laughs> that yeah. card seems insane. Yeah, that card is dirty. That's one of the, that card is one of the reasons I bailed on Birthing Pod, because uh, I can't afford that card, and that card is so good in Birthing Pod, I'm just like, ah, I'll just be depressed not being able to run it, so I'm just going <laughs> to ditch it. Uh, that, card, that card, I mean, in, in Limited, it seems like it's unbeatable. Yeah, it, it was it was tough. I, I killed them still. I just didn't unsummon that creature. I just unsummoned all their other creatures. Oh, genius. Yeah, so see, because if I, if I unsummon that creature, they'll get a 3-3, three, three, and then they'll get to replay it and gain life. So it's not good to do that. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, you know, we need to get you on the commentary team for Star City. That's a weird Oh, man. No, they're missing out on a great talent here, man. We, it's, that, it, that, it's that insight that puts you into the game's elite. Pete, Pete you're, are you listening, Pete? How good would no. it be to fire me a second time? <laughs> and then fire me again. That would that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, we've always said that podcasters make, you know, some of the best coverage, folk, because we're, you know, so comfortable doing this sort of crap day in and day out. So yeah, I mean, that's awesome. trying about ten hours, man. That's like an episode of the A Team for us, you know. And we're doing yeah. this from like ten o'clock at night till like four in the morning. It's no big. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that when I signed up. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scott told me it'd be an hour. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was an hour or two, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> or, or ten, it's fine. I've done ten. He yeah. meant an hour before the break. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> break 
<laughs> the fuck do you think this is a union shop, Christ? Not a union, man. They're working me like a freaking Mexican hat maker over here. That's right, like a salsa medina. Like salsa medina. Oh man, those pictures. We didn't really get to talk about those, but that who who sent those in? So Kevy Metal sent those in. Kevy Metal is also, by the way. Uh, so shout out to uh, the Barstool Saints. So he's uh, it's it's Kevy Metal with with all one word with um, one V and two L's. Anyways, so he sent us in an email uh, where he did all of us, like the four of us, as cards for the booze cube. And so, yeah. So Cedric, have you heard about this? This. Oh no! Ever growing. Carrie Dan just ended this whole thing out. I'm just a simple question. Have you heard about this yet? I, I have not, but I want to badly. Okay, so I'll link you in in the chat, and then you can just do this on your own time. Okay. But uh, but yeah, that's that's basically where we're at with that. So what he did is he designed some some cards. One of them, of course, was uh for for Medina it was salsa Medina. So he's uh red, green, and one. Or was he? Or were they all hybrid? I can't even what, remember. Red, green, and one. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, go on. The, yeah, go on. Do you have it up? Because like no, I'm but I right remember now, it. just kind of like I, rem- oh. I committed it to memory. Then go ahead. <laughs> okay. By all means, please, because I'm like flipping through pages trying to find my fucking email here. Okay, salsa Medina, red, green, and one, legendary <laughs> creature hero. Okay, and uh, I had intoxicated. That was my keyword. And it says, whenever I leave the battlefield, I can trade a creature with one of their creatures. And, and I was, uh, what the hell was I? Was I a one? It's not Nacho Libre. 2-1. 2-1. I was 2-1. Yeah. And it's Nacho Libre on the picture. <laughs> yeah. It was the best. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so, Jay, so I have them up. So Jay Boosh is uh, two, uh, two colorless, one white, one blue. For a 4-3 with Flash, the um, legendary creature Boosh. When Jay Boosh enters the battlefield, put a 3-2 flying Delver token with Booze Touch onto the battlefield. Then exile, slap, bracket, sideboard, bracket, it at the end of this turn. And the picture is is a Hulk. So it's funny because uh, Jay's known for siding out his Delvers in his Delver deck all the time, which is not necessarily wrong. It's just funny because it's, it's just idiotic. Delver. That's all. It's not wrong. Yeah, Sorry. bad players just just like to troll me about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how did yeah. you do in your pre-release, bro? Because I furrowed mine. Suck it. <laughs> it, is. it is. Had all these chips over here. <laughs> still had all. The, yep. Still had all these yeah. chips. Yeah. Uh, KYT is a seven co- seven casting cost colorless legendary creature ninja construct. <laughs> he's uh, a ninja because he's, he's Asian. Get it, guys? Keep yeah, going. get it, get it. And and a construct. KYT, can you see out of your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so he's a five three with hexproof, and it says if you control KYT, opponents have silence. And it's actually hilarious because KYT is like spelled phonetically. It's just it's really funny. Uh, and then my last one is uh, Mr. Scotty Mac is one each of us. So Esper Charm color, Cedric. Um, Who are you targeting with that, bro? Yeah. So I'm a <laughs> legendary creature puppet master. Flying booze touch. When Mr. Scotty Mac enters the battlefield, everybody takes three drinks and draws a card, and I'm a 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> three drinks. That's not a small amount. No, it's not a small amount. But anyways, so I thought it was pretty sweet. So the attachments are going to be in there. I've sent these already to the guy at the Boost Cube, too. So they may actually end up in there in the next update, which would be insane. I'm actually looking over these cards in the Boost Cube. This thing is fucking awesome. 
Have you looked at the rules? Sorry, have you looked at, have you oh, looked here at the rules? Comes. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. So this is this is more fun than than men should be allowed to have while playing magic cards. Boost touch. Here's an idea for your for your stream, okay? What you should do is live stream you, Kibler, and some other it's boost Boost cubing? Yeah. You should just get a camera and just hook it up and live stream the boost cube. Oh we'll, you know what? We'll do it as a pay-per-view event. <laughs> oh, man, that would be insane. That would be insane. I've run into the corporate tutor. <laughs> Jay's favorite card. You see... Jay, share with Cedric your advice on the corporate tutor. Um, Yeah, that's like the best card of all time. You just go, <laughs> get, you just go get two beers and then win the game. You can't lose the game. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's the greatest. And, like, I don't know, but Magic players are fucking pussies, man. I can't believe that everybody's like, oh, man, oh, two drinks. That's a lot of drinks. Oh, what are we going to do about these drinks? You gotta... It's a sip. It's a sip of liquor. And everybody, even people that I thought could handle their booze, they're all like, even Conley Woods even is like, ah, oh, man, 20 drinks. That's a lot of drinks. And, like, yeah, it's like, it's like a lot of drinks if you're already hammered and you're going to puke. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like sw- turn one swamp corporate tutor pound two beers let's go it's... yeah win the game how do you lose that game like <laughs> that's right and at the end of the day it's all about winning so yeah yeah I can understand where you're coming from boost touch is my favorite ability so far <laughs> without a doubt this is the greatest thing I've ever seen isn't it oh. <laughs> I think we just got Medina again <laughs> <laughs> It's the problem is is see not the whole the whole community doesn't know about this right just like our faithful listeners are getting like dump this is getting dumped on them left right and center because it's like the third cast consecutively <laughs> that we've talked about this if not four um, but yeah it's it's just like so much fun because like you said we're all getting older like we're not all you know on the you know at these events to you know grind to hit top four of the GP right like you go out to hang out and have fun with everybody like. Everybody loves to cube and play magic. Why wouldn't you do this? Yeah, we played this at GP Vancouver, and it was amazing. Yeah, this seems unbelievable. Like, do you guys have, like, a physical copy of all the cards? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so jealous. It's the best. It's the best. You should come play with us. I think the next time that I'm in the same place as you, I think we're going to play some booze cube. Yeah, I think think if you you bitch out, then I'll just tell all the listeners, because you, I mean, you just said recorded that you're in, so... (laughs) You can't uh, you can't suck out like Conley Woods and Owen Turtenwald did. Yeah, I, I, I'm not the type to go back on my word. I would do I would do it. Unlike okay. those pale motherfuckers. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm not pale. That's, <laughs> uh, very, I'm the direct opposite of pale. That's nice. Yeah. Nice and tanned. Yeah. Winning. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, so this has been an insane insane amount of fun. And uh, anyways, yeah, so so thanks to, to Kevy for sending those in. And uh, you guys should also follow his band at uh, at the Barstool Saints. Uh, they're actually pretty good. Um, I've uh, I've been enjoying them. And I think Medina would as well, uh, just because of the type of music that uh, that they play. So you should check that out. And we may actually be putting them into some of our outros uh, soon because they gave us permission to do that. That's despite lucky. the fact they're big time. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, their manager and everyone said it was okay. Uh, they're big fans of the show, so it worked out. Um, but yeah, you can actually find them as well on uh, Amazon and iTunes. Oh, they're popular. Yeah, they got like two albums on iTunes. Like, they're legit. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. 
I was like, wow, these guys are listening to our show and their music doesn't suck? Sweet. Anyways. So shout out to all you guys. That's like all the shout outs. All of them. Wow. That was a lot. For these next five minutes. For these next five minutes. So, uh, what has been new in the Magic community this week, Cedric? That uh, Anything that, that's caught your eye that you want to talk about while you have the platform? Uh, well, I'm going to refrain from the women Magic thing because... Just no. I'm just not doing that today. It's um, so fucking annoying. I can't believe it's constantly being talked about. Yeah, I'm tired of it, and it's absurd. And maybe I should just take it to another level. Let's take the tension off women and just make it about how there are no black people. And then, <laughs> and then people will call me as being ridiculous, and then I'll be, and then I'll be able to say, well, look how fucking ridiculous you guys are about this women magic thing. And then it'll maybe make sense to people. Um, so that's one thing I could do. I mean, the only thing that's going on in Magic is, like, M13's released. There's a tournament in, um, St. Louis this weekend, Star City Tournament. So we'll be able to see the first stuff that happens with that. And there's a modern GP in Columbus the following week, so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There are some new things there, because, like, there was this Japanese Grand Prix that was modern, and there's this sweet fucking Nyapod deck that got fourth place. I think, like, three of them top-aided. Yeah, but uh, it's, like, the most difficult deck to play in the entire world. Yeah, it's, it's and look, like, so I've done on my stream, I've, Luis Scott Vargas, I've played against him twice. He's yeah. been testing that deck, and I play Living End. Um, right. And, like, Living End, like, can't lose to his deck, for the most part. So, his deck, that deck, his deck seems really sweet, though. Like, really sweet. Like, I didn't know that the deck existed until I played against him, because I just didn't mm. follow that Grand Prix. So he's, like, doing all this stuff, and I'm just like, why is Luis playing this super fair deck? Luis always plays the broken decks. Like, he's not a moron like me. And then he's just like, Restoration Angel, Kiki Kiki. I'm like, holy shit, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and you're converting pot for, like, all the pieces and core for all the pieces. I'm like, this deck is awesome. And I look yeah. at the deck list, and I see, like, all the one-ups and, like, all the work that went into building the deck and, like, the perfect mana base. I'm just like, man, this deck looks freaking sweet, man. And yet, the event was won by a run-good black-white tokens player? Yeah, oh my, vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Actual, actual vomit in my mouth right now. I think Scott just got a boner though, because you like black white tokens, right? I, I I like it. I mean, but I mean, like I like stupid decks too, right? Like I like like I enjoy Jund in modern. Yes, I said it. I enjoy playing Jund in modern. Wow. <laughs> in everything there... that Shaheen Sharani builds. Yeah, yeah, anything <laughs> that comes out in of standard. Top. In, in standard, in standard. He could be like Shaheen. Could be like I'm gonna play sixty planes. Scott's gonna be like that's awesome. <laughs> Well, is there I, a land tax? I'm, is there a land tax? I'm thinking, I mean, I, uh, 15 islands for the sideboard. What do you think, Shaheen? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, Shaheen, I just wanted to run by these changes to you. I cut a few lands for cards. I just wanted to see <laughs> if you thought that that would be a good idea. Do, do you approve? Yeah. yeah. Anyways. This but black uh, token stack, I'm looking at it right now. This deck is so, infested with AIDS. So the only thing that's good about that deck... Like, the only reason that it went remotely as far as it did was because it was playing Oriok Champions. Like, like that card put in so much work for that player and kept him in games that he had no right being in. Okay, I can buy what that. What is Oriok Champions for our listeners? So it, it's white-white for a 1-1. It's got protection from red and black, and it's a soul ward. So whenever a creature comes into play, you gain a life. See, Cedric, that's a little podcast tip. You act like it's for the listeners. 
but it's really for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. There were two in the main and then two in the sideboard that he brought in against Red and, and whatever, because like it, it just it put in so much work. There were so many creature decks at that GP. It was insane. Right? Like all of the pod decks are all running guy decks, right? And I mean you don't have I mean was he playing Kitchen Finks in the list? I don't think he was, right? But, like, you basically build your own with your fucking Orok champions. It's crazy. This deck just hurts my eyes. I know. I don't know how I you know. could, like, you, like, wake up Saturday morning, you walk over to the tournament site, and, like, you lay out your deck, and you're just, like, raise the alarm? Absolutely. This, <laughs> this is what I want to be doing for this tournament. I want to be yeah. casting raise the alarm. I want to be casting... What else is the other card? <laughs> virtue is respectable. Just, I don't know. This deck just seems like it's super fair. I don't know. I mean, he won the tournament. What the hell do I know? But no, in all fairness, if you read the coverage, like, he literally peeled out, like, three times over the course of the top eight. Okay. Yeah, or his opponents didn't. You know what I mean? So, like, he... I mean, if you read the coverage, the deck what didn't perform as well as it... Like, it's not as good as it seems like on paper. Like, you're definitely right. The The breakout deck of that tournament, hands down, was that Naya deck with Kiki-Jiki and Restoration Angel. Like, that's it's, it's absurdly powerful. And you don't have to rely on, like, the Malira combo, which is, like, six pieces or something like that. And it's way more effective, I think, at a plan B than Splinter Twin is. Which yeah, is I, I agree. One, right? Yeah, plus plus just the cards in... Just the cards in the pod deck. Like, Restoration Angel's just a good card. Kiki-Jiki's yeah. just a good card. Like, that's why I like that deck. It just has, like, a lot of good cards where, like, if you don't combo them, like, you're still playing Magic. Yeah, yeah. And, respect, like, a respectable game, right? Like, you're not you're not just out there fucking dirtling to waste time. So, yeah, it's 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 a pretty sweet deck. But, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's, uh... The Oroch Champions did a lot of work, and I kept them in the games where it should have been, so... I mean, to your original question about just, like, what's going on, I mean, the most relevant thing that's happening is just the standard tournament for Star City this weekend. All eyes will probably be on that and to see what happens and, like, what M13 changes. But which... they're terrible. Because, so, I, I don't want to cut you off here, but no, the first ahead. week, first week is always fucking brutal. Because nobody fucking has cards. And nobody's been brewing. Everybody just, like, sits back, plays the same fucking decks. Maybe you get, like, six new cards. Like, you saw it very clearly with, um, with... It wasn't Avacyn Restored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first to, week to be of fair, it was the Avacyn Restored one was really bad, but like other tournaments before that had more than like the Avacyn one was super bad. The 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 tournament right after Avacyn released, there was like no Avacyn. But uh, the one before that, like whatever the set was before that, like uh, what Dark was Ascension, it? Dark Ascension, there was stuff. There was a lot of lingering souls and stuff like that. There was that spirit deck, remember the Esper spirits from Dark Ascension, mm-hmm. which yeah, had lingering true. souls and the captains. But the problem is, is that M13 as a set fucking sucks my left nut. So, like, I don't know how much is actually going to end it, up in the set. It doesn't like, actually suck, though. I thought no, it was... it's Okay, it's fine as a limited format, and it's really balanced, and everyone has given me grief over the shit that I stirred up about the fucking set last, last cast. But, you know, the feedback I've received is it's a blast to play in limited. They finally fucking got a core set right. It's, it's balanced. It's good. It's good to play. It's not overpowered. There's a bunch of different options. Great. La di da. As a constructed player, this set is fucking garbage. Not, not really though. I thought the same thing. I thought the same. I thought, Oh man, M13 doesn't have shit in it. It's garbage. But as I'm pricing stuff and as I'm going through the set, like there's a lot of like mid rangey, like role play type of cards in the set. That I that I think is is decent, you know what I mean? I, I think 
there are some powerful constructed cards in the set. Like, there are some obvious cards that are just like, hey, look at me, I'm fucking good. Like, Thrag Tusk and yeah. the Red Dragon. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, good. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to be in your deck for a while. You don't have to think about this. Um, and then there's, like, some other cards where, like, things get a little, like, like, you, like, I don't think anyone has any idea how good Cathedral Four is. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if anyone thinks that card's good, if it's bad, like, it comes into play, it comes into play tapped, it only taps for a colorless, like, that card could be very good, or it could just be, like, not good at all, like. Yeah, I I don't think it's great, but what do you think? You think it's good? I can't really tell if it's good or not, like, I don't know if the drawback of it coming into play tapped matters that much, um, I mean, it's happening for a colorless, it matters that much, like, it's... It's just, it's just hard to tell. Like I could see, I wouldn't be surprised at all if like that card is good, and then like everyone's just like this card sucks or whatever. And then like you play against it, and you're like fuck, I can't block your guy. <laughs> like you're playing against it. So, I think I think the not being able to make color is what damns it. I don't think the coming and play tapped is like a bit as big a deal as the fact that it's colorless. I see. I think it's the other way around. I think it's the coming to play tapped that causes the problem. Because oftentimes the, the creature decks that you're going to be running are probably either like mono or bicolor, and one of them are likely green, so color fixing probably isn't an issue. So I think it's a come into play tap, because I mean, you want it in an aggro deck, right? Like, you want to be able to, to curve out with it. I, I definitely think it's a come into play tap that dims it. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to act like I, I can, you know, evaluate this for constructed. I can tell you how much it's going to be worth. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, like, cards like that are, like, really hard to assess. Like, there's a card I wrote about in my article uh, this week, Disciple Bolus. Oh. Uh, it's, like, 4-mana 2-1. When it comes into play, a sacrifice another creature. You gain X life and draw X cards where X is equal to that creature's power. Yep. And, like, that card seems fucking sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seems like it's really good in zombies because, like, you have, like, things that you want to sacrifice, like Gravecaller, uh, Dross Messenger, like, anything when Blood Artist is in play. Like and like a card like that, it's like it like does a lot of stuff, but it's like a four mana two one, so its body's underwhelming and it can be gut shotted. So like it's very easy for that card to like not be good. But like on the flip side, like that card, like when you cast it and like you sack a messenger, your opponent's just gonna be like, oh my god, I'm so dead now. You know, like yeah. so it's hard to like it's there's like a lot of cards that are like hard to evaluate. So I think it might be a much better constructed set than we think it is. Yeah, I agree. Like I like. um I like Talran. I think that card's pretty good. Um, and the Planeswalkers, we still don't know, like, what the deal is there, right? I mean, the Ajani could be really good. Yeah, there's a combo with the Ajani, which is, like, kind of cool with Immolating Soul Eater, where, like, you can just kill him on turn three. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I think, I'm sure some people will try that, because, like, all they need to do is get Ajani's for their deck, and then they can just, like, try to combo someone, so. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Little kid I'm, I'm not going to try it, I promise. No. Yeah, let me know how your hero, here I come. Let me know how your FNM goes tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I need four Johnnies. Let's go through these 30 boxes over here. <laughs> yeah. Was a... I heard it's really good for limited, though. It was no, fun. I, I've heard the same. They finally got rid of all the unfair cards, like Doomblade and, Mur- and replaced it with Murder. Yeah, what about, like, Rancor? That's going to define some that, stuff, right? Okay, but, okay, so that card is obviously crazy, right? Like, just insanely crazy. Well, that's it an is... M13, isn't it? Okay, but that's a reprint. <laughs> it doesn't count. But my point is, is that 
Like, you can... They're not rares. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, You said M13 was shit for Constructed, and I said it wasn't. Okay, so there's what? Like, six cards? Maybe? That are really going to be, like, relevant? A, that's all you need. B, you have other stuff. Role players like Termod's Cribs. You have, uh... I can't even... Over. I'll take the over on six good cards that aren't reprints. Oh, I can't do that. You'll take the over on six cards that aren't that aren't reprints? Alright. <laughs> Alright, oh, that's cool. Here we go. Uh Ajani, Caller of the Pride. Yeah. Uh Disciple of Bolus. Sure. We don't have to count it if you don't want to. No, no, no. Truthfully, like that card is going to break people's faces open in Commander, so, like, whatever, I'll take it. Oh, All by right, the way, fine. I agree with this. I thought you meant the other way. Yeah. Sure. Thunderball Hellkite. Okay. Thrag Tusk. Yep. Flint of Boar. I hate to fucking give you Fire Pig. You realize that? Like, I hate to do that. Yeah. But okay. Okay. No, no, it's fine. You're, pro- you're right. Like, green. I- notice these are all green, red, aggro cards. Almost anyways, carry on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Gave us, gave a neighbor's herald. Four four flash. You can play green cards as though they have flash. Sideboard tops. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right. I can I can I can agree with you on that. Okay. Um guy, I don't know how to pronounce the first name of this thing. Movewalt God. The Beast Tracker. Uh, yeah, Beast uh, Tracker. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so he goes into Wolf Run, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can search for Primeval Titan or whatever. Like that card's good. How many am I at? That's six. That's six? I said I yeah. took it for on six. Fuck. We, yeah. we didn't even do, like, Master of Pearl Trident. We didn't yeah, do... This is not good. What? It, goes in, it goes in Legacy Merfolk deck immediately. Yeah. Well, fine. But... Right? Augur <laughs> Bolus? Is Legacy, is Legacy actually a format? Yeah, Augur Bolus? What about I'm that guy? I'm just kidding. Is it not a format? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Augur yeah. Bolus is a card. Yeah. Oh god, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm bringing up salvation right now. This is this is fulfilling. That well, truthfully, like that hits six and a half to seven. What about flames? Well, of the, wanted... What about flames of the firebrand? That might see some play, yeah. right? The arc lightning. I want to get one more concrete one that you can't argue. Yeah. I mean, don't forget about those two knights, knight of glory, and the other and yeah. the black one. Pro black exalted, pro white exalted. Um. It's okay, sublime archangel. Yeah, that that I don't think that card's actually going to see play, but. But I mean, it could, so that can count. Well, in, in a post, in a uh, like, yeah, okay, fine. Like right now, probably not. But yeah, like in a post vapor snag situation, like that card's absurd, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's just fucked because it's on oh, the same. Oh, Syrian spear. That'll definitely yeah. see play. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's uh, true. Sublime Archangel is fucked because it's on the same. It's on the same uh, spot on the curve as Restoration Angel. Yeah, yeah. Which is the problem? Like that card's so Sublime Archangel well, is so good. See, I don't know. Yeah, see, I think Sublime Archangel finds its place. Like, if people want to s- still stay with the token strategies, though, and play all of the, the spirit tokens, then, like, she's retarded. Right? Like, because you're not going to play Restoration Angel in a tokens deck, per se. Trading Post, right? obviously. Oh, it has wow. trading Sweet in the world. tech for your tokens deck. Yep. <laughs> Spice up well. that Silverblade Paladin. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here's an easy one. Liliana of the Dark Realms. There. No! 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 No. <laughs> Why? Like, no. There's no way. There's no no. Uh, until Shocklands are reprinted in standard, which they will be in okay, 3 months. That's fine. But like until then, there's no fucking way. She's so bad. Yeah, and if you want to talk about reprints, we have things like uh Vampire Nighthawk, Duress, 
Rancor, Farseek. So, like, I really should have just, like, clarified. Like, so I'm looking at this from the perspective of, I have no desire to buy any of the set. Like, <laughs> like none. Because, A, all of the good fucking reprint cards, I already have. So what the fuck, <laughs> right? Like, there's no reason. And the rares that are good, like, are mostly fucking terrible anyway. Except for, like you said, like, maybe the f- the five or six that you, that you rhymed off there, I'll give it to you. Okay? But, like, It was more like eight that, to ten, but keep going. But, well, they weren't all rares. Outside of that, um, you know, I just, I have no desire to buy any of this product. Like, and why should I? It just, it just makes no sense to me. That's all. Ugh. I think if you do, you should buy from legitmtg.com. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only problem is, is that if you live in Canada, you're not allowed to ship me sealed product. So if I wanted to buy any sealed product while I'm in Canada, I'd have to go to face-to-facegames.com because oh, they can satisfy their, can- their Canada's number one Magic the Gathering supplier. Okay. So the, you should definitely check plug? that out. Yes. All right. Is yeah, go. Because if you need cards, and I'm sure you do because M13's coming out, then you should go to thegameacademyonline.com where if you type in the promo code Cedric space loves space TGA, you get 5% off of all your singles. Wow, that's amazing. Counterplug. If you t- <laughs> if you type in Team Medina at legitimacy.com, <laughs> you get 5% off your purchase. <laughs> Counterplug. <laughs> Come on, KYT, you got something. Plug it. <laughs> Jay Bush is like, and if you take out the booze cube, (laughs) you have a great time. (laughs) Where is Jay Bush? He's still here. He's just on mute. I think he's playing Dota. I'm always playing Dota. (laughs) Are you playing League or are you playing like actual Dota 2? Dota 2. Is that out? Like, is it just beta or is it out now? I believe it's just beta, but like, everybody has it. Okay. I even offered to give it to PV, and he was like, nah, I'm too busy. Oh, is, that how, is that how PV talks? Yeah, now he is, yeah, he's educated. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's not, so at Proto Hawaii, I was doing a PV impersonation the entire weekend, because he says really, really funny, like when anything happens or if he disagrees with you. So he'll just be like, you want to play White Weenie at the tournament? Really? <laughs> The best PV impression we've ever heard is actually Eric Klug. Oh, I love Eric Klug. Yeah, have you ever heard his impression of, no. of PV? No, I will the next uh, time I see him, though. Yeah, it's, it's like good. beyond fucking priceless, by the way. <laughs> I Remember when the... Didn't they do that? They did that on a podcast, right? Yeah, they did that on uh, www.mtgbridge.com. Um, where you can go to check out the podcast that no one actually admits that they ever listened to. I don't listen to that shit. It. I don't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. But, uh, sure. but, but yeah, they, they, they had a, a huge hotel room podcast when everyone's getting fucking slammered one night. And, and I was wasn't on that podcast. Nope. No, and you was, were definitely not on that. Podcast. I was definitely not on that episode. No, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was, it was absolutely hilarious. I was just dying. It's a really good impression. So what else? Is there anything else? Scumbag stories. Scumbag yeah! Scumbag Let's story. do that. Scumbag stories. Cedric, scumbag stories. Scumbag stories. Hmm. All right, let me think. 
I mean, like, we prefer ones where you got scumbag because yeah. we like to be like, wow, what an asshole. Yeah. But I expect that, that you could stuff. probably handle it if if you were being the scumbag and we would be like, wow, you were such an asshole. Well, there was this we... guy who, like, he held someone to Esper Charming himself. <laughs> Outside of that one. Take him on, man. Take him Somebody has scumbagged you. You can't scum a scumbag, bro. It just can't. All right, so I was playing. Okay, oh five, top eight of a legacy tournament. But I don't even think this was intentional scumbaggery. Is a thing. But okay, we'll let, we'll, we'll let our listeners beat the joke. All right, oh five, oh five. I'm playing in the top eight of a legacy tournament, Grand Prix Madison. Uh, I am playing blue, white, green, solitary confinement, life from the loam deck that Jerry Thompson designed, <laughs> and my opponent is playing uh, Solidarity, the high tide deck. It's a very bad matchup for me. I have to get very lucky to win. I have to draw, very, I have to draw a lot of meddling mage after sideboard. And so I've drawn two, and he can still go off. And so he's going off, because he actually intrudes them. He, he's going off. Um, and I'm just sitting there. I'm down a game, twiddling my thumbs. He meditates twice, dr- goes through, like, 42 cards of his deck. And then he just says, go. And so, like, I have, like, a Vine Lasher Kudzu in play and, like, some other stuff. And, you know, I'll be able to get him pretty low because, like, he just busted his nut and didn't go off, so there's nothing he can do. So, you know, I draw my card, I play a land, you know, like, I cast Loam, play Meddling Mage or whatever, attack him, say go, he untaps, draws, you know, says go, I untap, draw, do this stuff. And then, like, one turn before he's dead, I'm like, wait a minute. You cast, meditates. you cast two Meditates that turn where you bricked, and he's like, yeah, I sure did. And he just starts going off again. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I call over a judge, and I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. I'm like, so he casts two meditates. Then we just kept playing regular magic. He's like, that sucks, dude. We can't (laughs) go back. And I'm like, fuck! And I just just died or whatever. Um... <laughs> that sounds like he, that sounds he, like scumbaggery, like real scumbaggery. Yeah, he looked at you and just said, "Sure did." Like he fucking knew yeah. full on. Yeah, he's just like, I think, like I definitely forgot. And I think he forgot, and then like when I brought it up, he's like, "Yeah, that happened." I'm just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh no! Meditate is so good if you have to skip your turn. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So there was that. Man, I feel like I should. Ooh, okay. Yes. Yes. Exciting. All right. This one's good. Okay. PT Philly. Like, this is PT Philly, the last one. So, like, was that last year or 2010? I think it was 2010. Yeah. Uh, 2010. PT Philly. Uh, the one that Sam Black top aided with Poison and Deceiver Twin one. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, so this guy is playing Twin. I think, they're in a tw- I think they're in a Twin Mirror. And these guys are, like, 10 and 2 in the PT. So, like, these are very relevant rounds, okay? They're playing Twin Mirror, and this guy this guy has a Spell Skite in play, and the other guy has Deceiver Twin. He has Deceiver Exarch, and then he plays Kiki-Jiki. And so that that's the only way for you to beat Spell Skite, is that part. Because uh, Deceiver Exarch can only untap something you control, and then Kiki-Jiki targets the Twin, and you just get to go off. And so the guy's yeah. like, okay, like I have this. And the guy's like, okay. And then the guy's like, all right, do it. And he's like, activate Spellskate. And he's like, you can't. And I'm just like, and he's like, okay, yeah, you're right. I just wanted to see if you'd notice. And then yeah. the, guy's, the guy's like, really? 
And he's like, yeah. Like, wow. It's like, you tried to cheat then. And he's like, no. Yeah, I then you intended to cheat. Yeah, he's like, I was just trying to see, he's like, I was just trying to see if you'd notice. And the guy's like, but you know that. You have Kiki Jiki in your deck. And he's like, no, I don't. And so the guy calls over a judge and he's like, I'm pretty sure this guy has Kiki Jiki in his deck and tried to cheat against me. And so they pick up his deck and they look through it and they don't find a Kiki Jiki. And there's a Kiki Jiki in his hand and he's just hiding his hand. Wow. It's like, the judge is like, what's under your hand? He's like, nothing. And he's just like, lift your hand up. And it's his hand, there's a Kiki Jiki there, and the judge is just like, get the fuck out of my tournament! You are qualified! What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> this happened last, yeah. And didn't it happen before? Like, it had already happened. He had done that at another tournament and got a warning or something for it. Right? And I, I'm not sure, like, previous actions, but what makes the story insane is, like, it was game two, the guy who's trying to, like, level the guy with the spell sky is up a game. So he can just, like, play the third game, beat him, continue on with this tournament, move to, like, 11 and 2. But instead he's just like, nah, dude, I'm not losing this game. There's no way. You know, activate spell sky. The guy's like, you can't do that. He's like, well, I didn't know that. I don't have Kiki Jiki in my deck. And the guy's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> and then they, like, check, and he's just trying to hide the Kiki Jiki. And then the judge fights, and he's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> You're yeah, what's that? For. He was like a famous dude, right? His name is Love, uh, Love something. I need to look it up. I think balls. it's Love. Jack. That's definitely it. It's balls. Oh, love balls. <laughs> it couldn't be anything. Else. <laughs> oh man, I think, yeah. I think his name is Love Gent. This was a huge thing. This was like a. It was really like a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter. I remember that. It's insane. I couldn't stop laughing. And the best part is, is like. After it happens, like, you know, there's the time in between rounds or whatever where, you know, you're just sitting around waiting for the next round of pairings to go up. After it happens, the guy is just pacing around the event, the, the venue, just talking to himself. <laughs> I'm sure he's just going like, what, what am I doing? Why would I do that? Like, I'm looking at the round 10 standings of the Pro Tour. He was in fourth place with 25 points. What? <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. What a crazy person. He's what nuts. are you doing? You don't have any other scumbag stories? Come on. I don't, I don't really. I wish I did. What? I know. Really? I'm, I'm at like, I, I have, I'm at like all the, I went to all these tournaments and I can't think of like any scumbag stories. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? If, if you've been to a lot of tournaments and you can't think of a time that you were scumbagged, it's probably because you're the scumbag. No, he's <laughs> yeah. the cleanest player in Magic, bro. I'm just joking. Just joking, Cedric. Could be, could be, could be don't beat me up. Don't beat me up, Cedric. I don't <laughs> love. Fight. Have you ever been to a fight, Cedric? Yes. Did you yeah. win? Like, was it a regular kind of, like, like, did you regularly get in fights, or was it just, like, you've been in a fight? I what have the been fuck? In... Who asked I'm asking that? questions. Shut up, Boosh. <laughs> I've been in fights in elementary school. Nothing since I've been older, because I'm fairly peaceful and old. Um, really? Yeah, I don't get in any trouble, really. Oh, man, you seem like a big guy like you could throw down, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can fight, and I will if I have to, but I would prefer not to. I don't go out seeking, like, someone's ass to kick. <laughs> wow. Not, 
I don't like go to my F and M and I'm like, hey man, you want to go throw down or something? Like that's not. I'll fuck kill you right now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at, Essay? <laughs> yeah, Cedric Phillips probably says Spanish, Mexican. Throw I'm down. Just, I'm, no, here, I'm I'll turn. About, I'll, this I'll is turn, from my childhood. I'll turn, black, I'll turn black from you, yo. There. <laughs> What's up? Do you want to throw down, yo? I'm from the hood, dude. That's not dude. That's not it. No, that's not. <laughs> what? What do uh, my yeah. people say when they? <laughs> my people. What do they say when bad? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't to, know. I haven't watched any gang movies lately, but uh, oh, okay. that's a lie. I'll have to throw on Training Day when I get maybe, done with yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it's like nice. G or Player, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Sure, I just I'm think... sure. Tyler Perry is that his name? I'm sure he's got a nice movie that can educate. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I uh, I only know the the Mexican gangster uh, words, you know. Oh, okay. That, that's all I know. Yeah, I always ask. I always ask like magic players about this fighting thing. Because uh, there was one time I was in a hotel room with, like, eight other Magic players. Obviously, like, whenever you're in a hotel room, you're in the hotel room with eight other Magic players, right? Sure, so, like, car. sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, either or, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I was in there, and uh, we, were, we were talking about fighting or something. Something happened, like, we were walking on the street to the hotel, and some guy gave me a look or something, and then I was like, yeah, whatever, let's, you know, I give him kind of look back, like, confrontational, like. And they're like, dude, that guy would have whooped your ass. I'm like, oh, man, I would have whooped his ass, you know? So we start talking about fighting, and all eight of the dudes that I was hanging out with, none of them had ever been in a fight in their life. So, like, I'm starting to realize that most Magic players have never been in a fight. That's shocking. It is shocking to me. It's just, like, I never thought that. Like, I thought fighting was a normal thing that everyone grew up with. Not everybody is Mexican. Dude, (laughs) it's not even a Mexican thing. There are other races. Like on the playground, you know, you throw down, or like in high school, right? Like, no, we we didn't go to schools with chain link fences and barbed wire and shit. Well, I mean, you did That's, because you no. live in Canada, bro. That's not what happened. Yeah, like all these hardcore magic players. You know what they're doing is is they're they're playing, they're throwing down spells and 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 shit on the chain, like the chain netted basketball courts in their free time. I just thought you have like this advantage, right? Like, if you're like me, like I, I wrestled in high school. I was a state runner up my senior year. Like, you know, I have like, if I had to get in a fight, I would have no problem doing it. But like, the nice thing is, like, you run into these gamers who like talk a lot of shit when they're playing and everything, and like everybody. Yeah, and then like when you just like raise on them, and you're just like, all right, like let's go battle then, and they're just like, I'd prefer not to if that's okay. I it's not okay. Battle, you, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm well, just here to sell magazine subscriptions. I do not know anything about any money laundering. <laughs> I used so, yeah, to be on crack. Of, there's not a lot of fighting. Like, I'm not surprised that these people haven't gotten to fights, like all these gamers or anything. That doesn't surprise me at all because, like, when someone is just like, "All right, let's fight," they just fold. They're just like, "No, actually, I'm just going to keep talking shit, and that'll be that." See, it's because even in talking about this, I wonder if some guy is going to just choose me on at a magic tournament. Because, like, that's kind of what I grew God, up with. I'll, I'll give that guy money. Yeah, it could, it could happen, but, like... Oh, my like, God, I, like, some guy just walks up to you and just beats the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> oh, man. That Dude, there's a sweet. price on... You hear that, listeners? There's a price on my head. If you oh come and beat the shit out of me, Jay Bush is going to give you money. No, you can't say it that way. I'm not paying them to beat you up. What do you, that's, I mean, what, that's that's got to be illegal for, somewhere. How do they collect? 
They uh, anonymously, the Batman. Okay, and and how do they prove they kicked my ass? I don't know. It'll be all over Twitter. You're like a fucking celebrity, aren't you, or something? No, I'm not a celebrity, man. That's right. I'm just I'm just a poor boy from the ghetto. True story. <laughs> True story, bro. That's, oh man. That's so insane. So uh, yeah. By the way, for your own safety, don't try to fight me at a magic tournament. Unless you have like a group of ten dudes. Would you and even and even then it's probably risky. Then it's just a boner <laughs> party, Jim. What kind of fighting experience do you have? None. Uh, He's Mexican. I'm just talking. He's from the street. If you raise me, I'll just be like, I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) I fought fought a lot when I was was younger. Uh, And then I I was on the wrestling team, too, and, like, uh, stuff like that. But uh, mainly it was just, like, just fighting, like, at school and, like, out of school, like, at the the market. And, like, you know, it's just, like. That's my case. Like, there's people in our town, like, that didn't like us you know what i mean like there's like family feuds and stuff and then like if you see one of them they look at you and they're like what's up and then you're like what's up and then you just can't like you can't back down and be like oh just kidding bro because then you're just like you know so then you just fight it, it, it escalates you know you start what's up what's up you know then you get in their face and then they they push you with their chest and then you're just like all right let's do it and then you okay. fight okay and then you throw down then you throw down. Sometimes you okay. win, sometimes you lose. Okay. Yeah. And then that's and then that's it. Yeah, most of the time, like like there was a there was one family we did that with, and then uh, we were just friends after. That's completely irrational. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like an after school special. <laughs> I mean, we weren't like making s'mores and singing kumbaya. Making but... <laughs> s'mores. Let's say with my friends. Like, hey, man, are we friends? Yeah. Why? We never made s'mores, dude, bro. <laughs> dude, you better question your friendship then, man. We never made any s'mores. I seen you making s'mores with Deans over there, Medinsky. <laughs> Salsa uh, s'mores. This is like I, I don't Piss know. Me I feel off. Like I feel you like throw down. And this, this you want to throw down? What's up? What's chest, up? chest bump, chest bump. You want to throw down? You throw here's down? the I'm tip. Playing. Here's I'm the tip. Playing, dude, bro. If you ever get in a fight, here's the tip, okay, guys. Since I know Give a lot it. of you have been in fights. Okay, don't chest bump and don't talk. Just hit them first. That's right. Because be first. Be first and be hard. Yes, sucker yeah. Everything's legal in fights. It, that is do. true as well. That is true as well. But everyone who's ever been in a fight knows not to talk the shit before. Like, I learned the hard way the first time I got in a fight. I was, like, talking shit and, like, boo, boo, boo. And the guy just went, boom. And then I fell back, and then he was on top of me hitting well, me. Probably so. thought you were making fun of him, boo, boo, boo. Yeah, I was doing the moo boo boo, and then and I was like, "Whoa, I didn't know you talked like that, dude." And then he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Parents with gorillas. Sorry. Um, so yeah, hit first, man. Don't don't even don't mess around, man. Just, just pow, slam them. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And don't stop. Don't, don't ever stop. stop. Don't stop till they're you, dead. When yeah, when do you stop? When do you stop <laughs> beating the stop shit out until they're dead? When they stop. They're dead, Cedric Phillips. Will they stop moving? What is yep. wrong with you? They're and dead. Hey, it's a hard life up here in Canada. It's cold. <laughs> it's black-eyed peas we got to eat and listen to. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a terrible life we live. That's the worst thing I've ever heard until they stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> They'll stop. Wait? They'll stop moving. I don't mean, like, don't, you know, kill them or anything. But what I'm saying is, like, if they're fighting back... 
they're gonna they're gonna try to fight you back. Like if you let them like let them up, they're gonna try to fight you back until they stop. Like if there's at one point where they stop like trying to hit you and trying to like move around and stuff. They're just like okay, they're you you see that like they're breathing hard and they're like exhausted. And then it's just like okay, then you can be like all right, then you can stop. But if you stop like if you hit them a couple times and then you're just like all right, yeah, that was cool. Like let's move on. They're just gonna get up and like tackle you and then it's gonna you know. And you can never ask. Have you had enough yet? Yeah, don't ask because them. <laughs> then they just go. Yeah. Then they go. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yes. And then. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna. Up and then they kill you. They shank you with a knife. That's the other problem with today's like worlds. Everybody's got guns and knives and shit. It's not just fighting. It's it's always murder. So you gotta beat them until they're not moving. Oh, there's another tip. Don't fight with someone who has a gun or a knife. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you won't win. <laughs> yeah, not with that attitude. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we uh, can't all be like Sean Bean or somebody. I don't think there was a lot of guns or knives when I was fighting, though. Like, you don't think? Well, have <laughs> you been stabbed or shot? No, I have not. So <laughs> that's why. Probably that's because Medina always hit first and killed them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's, you guys are making it seem like totally terrible. Yeah, it's us. It's us that's doing it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you bunch of bastards. Yeah, beat them up until they stop moving. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> until they blend in with the concrete. Then, and only then, is the final. Yeah. See, you're learning. I'm glad you're learning. Do we want to move to shoutouts, or are we going to keep going? What do we got? Move to what? Shoutouts, where we'll oh. just wrap up the show and yeah, we you, can, you get another, we get can, another opportunity to whore yourself out oh to the God, public. I love it. I know. Yeah, we can wrap it. I it's it's dinner time now. I have to eat every three hours. So yeah, you and Will die? Were... Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll stop moving. So if you get in a fight uh, with Cedric, just be like, how long has it been since you eat? All right, I'll just keep you away from that. I'll two hours and 56 food. minutes? So can yeah. we get this fight going? Or... Are you kidding? At that point in time, Cedric won't need bath salts. He'll just eat your face. Yep. <laughs> Ship that nose. <laughs> and shoot it right off. All right, Cedric, shout outs, man. Who do you want to, uh, who do you want to give some credit to? All right, um, I can't believe I'm shouting this person out right now because they messaged me on Facebook strictly to say to shout them out. Well, fuck them, Dan, awesome. Dan McDonald, D-Mac. Man, he does that to, like, many Are you gaps. serious? Yeah. Yes. D-Mac? That's Knock hilarious. it off, D-Mac. Stop harassing her guys. He sent me a message that literally just said, Cedric, throw me a shout-out on the A-Team. They're my Canadian brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and, then after, and then after that, he said, by the way, nice stream. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. I, I love that he's like he's like contacting Cedric and like, hey, man, can you shout me out on the A team? Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, you're cool too, man. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you're, you're, I, I like you. You're cool. So there's that. Um, there's my stream, um, Twitch.tv/slash/cedyp. You can find me on there, streaming every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from four until six p.m. Uh, my article's that's, on... That's, our, that's Pacific. That's Pacific ooh, Pacific. Thank you. 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, obviously, I do a column for StarCityGames.com called Inside Information. 
Uh, my next article is actually going to be about Living End in Modern. So if you're going to Grand Prix Columbus or just love Modern, you can check that out. Um, outside of that, can I drop my sponsors or no? Yeah, sure. All right, thegameacademyonline.com, 5% off all your singles. Um, Cedric, space, love, space, TGA is the promo code. Also, mtgotraders.com, one of my other sponsors, and the A-Team, who are awesome, uh, mm-hmm. who, I, who I promote as well on my stream. Um, and that's about it. Just watch the stream because I want to be the biggest streamer, so tell all your friends. I'm taking this so seriously, I'm actually having business cards made. Did you know that? Wow. Where are you getting them made? Do you need a place? No, I, I have <laughs> I have, I've, no, I have a place here. I actually have someone I'm working with where I'm having business cards made, and then I'm having the TOs of Grand Prix and stuff hand them out at the tournament. Awesome. So I'm actually taking it super seriously. Uh, it's what I want to do. I want to have... I want to have it so that it's like 2,000, 3,000 people are watching my show for the two hours that I do it. So tell y'all friends, people. Do it. Nice. So uh, if people want to reach you, how do they find you? All right. We can go to Facebook. Um, let's find my handle. Let's find – I have two pages. I have a fan page and I have a regular page. Um, if you guys are listening to this, please fan the – please friend request the fan page. Because that's where all the magic content is. The other page is just my personal page for my family and my close friends. Um, so go there. It's facebook.com slash Cedric A. Phillips. Um, you can follow me on Twitter as well. That one's also Cedric A. Phillips. Um, and those are the two social media things that I use. So if you guys want to friend me or follow me on Twitter, do it to it. He means when you friend him or follow him. Not if. Yeah. And if you don't, I'll have Medina fight you. So. And, and you I won't see. be moving at the end. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or if it's three hours, I'll just eat you. So you're just like, <laughs> on what you can do. Dude, so live just... stream that, dude. Live stream you eating someone. You'll probably there. get a bunch of hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. That video went viral across all the news networks of that other dude, guy. Dude, there's a video face. of that? Oh, I don't oh, know. That's gross, fucking... Oh, I'm going to hit up the YouTubes. <laughs> YouTubes. I'm going to find that shit right now. All right. So anything else, Cedric? You good? I'm I'm happy, happy. I'm glad I was on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Good. You're welcome. Well, we, uh, we're we glad you were able to come on. That's awesome. Um you know we're we're looking forward to uh to working with you and getting your stream going and maybe uh one of us will have to uh jump in and and troll the hell out of you for a while which would be fun i would expect nothing less of course so um but yeah i guess i've already given like like crazy mad shoutouts this week so um i don't think i need to do too many more so uh let's just pass this off to jay jay go ahead shout out to golf <laughs> fucking right um, golf is awesome. So yeah, that's about it. I got nobody else to shout out this week. I uh, didn't play my pre-release because of migraine, so can't really shout out migraines, you know. Also, got to shout out Cedric for coming on. It's really funny. Shout out to Medina for just not doing anything productive at all, <laughs> yes. but sticking in there. Hell you yeah. Have- you got spunk, kiddo. <laughs> um, Shout out to Medina for being a loser, but yeah. being alive. All right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm translating that correctly. Yep. <clears throat> Shout out to all the all the the weaklings that Medina beat up. 
Yeah, sorry, dude. When he was yeah. having all of his fights when he was a kid. Yeah, way to shout out to dead people. Yeah. <laughs> There's still a lot of pay homage. You gotta be respectful of the dead, man. You can't be... Okay. Control the dead. Come on. Yeah, let's pour some out for my dead homies. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to women in magic. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if that's, like, if that's sexist or misogynist. Like, shouldn't it just be shout out to equal peoples in magic? <laughs> Shout out to equal peoples. So shout out to equal peoples. Because everybody, so shout outs to no one. We're, we're all special. Yeah. Even you. Exactly. Especially you. Well, no, then it's not equal, so you gotta be equal, Cedric. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is really a tough concept for me. You know, yeah, so. we, we're a very politically correct cast here, so yeah. we just want to sure include everybody. I've lived a very difficult life of cotton picking and slavery. So. <laughs> I've been working in the fields, it's old massa. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening. The only thing they'll let me do, the only thing they'll let me do is play magic. They won't let me do anything else. Oh, I so. see. They is the people. The man. The man. man. The man. <laughs> well, I have a dream, Cedric. That you so did Martin Luther professional. King. Okay, yeah. You, you, you just, you know, whatever. Yep. None of it's happened. None of it. <laughs> None of it. Well, shout out to... Shout out to golf. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Alright, I'll go next. Uh, shout out to Cedric. Thanks for coming on. Uh, shout out to everyone that left us a comment. Um, oh, yeah. They really answered uh, Jay's I think it was Jay's question. Uh, what Even people would do. Those. Oh my god. Yeah, we should actually. <laughs> we should at least read one cuz some of them were insane. Yeah. So like, okay, so Cedric, we posted a question last week that basically said, "Hey guys, if we stopped doing this, like what would happen?" Right? Okay. And so, yeah, do we all just like the three of us just want to pick one real quick? Because like I've got one. There's one that I replied to. I read it right away and I was just like, "Please I think for I, the love of I god, think you just don't... Should, should just read that one." <laughs> yeah, read that one. Really? I was like, for the love of God, please don't stop listening. <laughs> like, it, it was like... Okay. Okay, hold on. I'm. Uh, let me just pull it up here. Oh, God, there's more of them. But, oh. but make it shorter than, like, 15 minutes, because Cedric has to eat, or he's going to... Oh, die. So this one comes straight to us from Dexter Butler. So if those of you uh, know who Dexter Butler is and, and uh, happen to, you know, eat at his restaurant, <laughs> you may want to rethink this. <laughs> Well, if Whoa. we stop casting, Whoa, dude. anyway. Dude, we should be plugging this restaurant. Yeah, definitely eat there until we stop casting. So here's why. So if there were no more 18, I work as a chef. First thing I do is have to contract herpes. I would find a hooker, have her touch me, maybe touch her, whatever. I just need the herp. Then every morning when I'm making chicken salad, I'll scratch my nuts with a spoon or something. Once I started to spread the herpes to the general public, I'll start a clinic. Bracket. Because I'll not only be so frustrated with the world, but I'll also be tacked on with at least an hour and a half of free time each week. Bracket. For herpes survivors. I'll, con- I'll convince them that they should band together in order to belittle and destroy the non-herp public and spread it as a group by licking spoons and I don't know, burning small cities or some shit. Then I'll eventually lead this new army to Canada or the clean north, as we'll all know it in the army, which is short for the herpes army. <laughs> and make my way across the countryside, destroying all of your houses, specifically KYTs, because he's a legacy donkey. Anyways, love the cast, love the booze cube and Jay's expertise, love Scott's segments on current news and awesome new formats. I love KYT's remarks on cur- tournament magic, and I wish Medina would tweet me back because he's too cool to talk to me. Seriously, keep it all up, guys. <laughs> 
And, yes. and I'm the sick individual who hits people until they stop moving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're in the right market. But anyways, I, I had to I had to reply to that one. It came in like really early on Monday morning, and I just like there was no choice but to reply. It was really good. Did you guys read this comment from Michael Pignatelli? No. He's like, you guys can't quit. You can't even talk about quitting. You can't even joke about it. That's how it all starts. First, KYT would be like. Hey guys, wouldn't it be something Wait, if you stopped doing the show? Har har. And although it's a joke, you all start thinking about it. And before you know it, Salsa Medina is giving hand jibbers in the Chipotle parking lot to put stuff in your buckle because he doesn't have Jay telling him what a terrible idea it is. Scotty Mack would be on horde of notions with Liz Crandall oh. talking about some super sucky 15 general EDH game where you can swap as many generals as you goddamn want as long as you partake in the mid-game circle jerk where the last person to finish takes 20 points of general damage. Meanwhile, KYT is probably flourish with the cast because he won't be spending his time listening to three people talk about how a game based around cardstock affects their lives, and he'll start working on software engineering and computer programming geared towards <laughs> iPhone app creations. Because, I mean, come on, he's Asian, so it's only natural. Jokes, bro, I love you. But this app, in conjunction with Google Glasses, Cochlearian Pants, the fact that Apple OS is literally everywhere, and somehow Judy Dench will lead to the super smart computer system similar to Skynet, taking over mankind through the use of cyborgs designed to look like Ryan Seacrest. Ah, and where's Jay Bush and all this? More like Jay Who. <laughs> because after that show was canceled, he fell into a deep depression due to no one knowing him from anything else. He's found with a noose around his neck and his pants around his heels at the TV, blaring old episodes of the magic show. The only known in his room was I was the game day champion. and will be signed by Attack, 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 Attack. So, guys, please, for your own sake and the sake of all humanity, don't quit. And don't even joke about it. I love Jay's rants and Scotty's deck ideas. By the way, I'm also a huge Esper Walkers fan. I like how KYT is subtle and sometimes he hangs back and lets the three of you go on all your tangents. But every time he does, says something, it's always a gem and worth paying attention to. And honestly, like hearing about Medina's FM hero journey. It's something I've often thought about doing much in the lament of my friends, my local shop, but I always read your articles, bro, so keep them coming. And for that matter, keep all the episodes coming, because you got it right, KYT. You are doing a public service. You all are. And whether we comment or not, we really do love it and appreciate it. So thank you guys very much. Oh, yeah. One more thing. More booze cube strats. Suck it, Medina. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That was the best thing ever. This one's good, too. Oh, my God. That was so hilarious. This guy's hilarious. He's never commented before. He needs to comment every time. I, I read that comment, but I didn't read it as awesome as you read it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it sounded like ten times better when you read it. <laughs> Oh man, I just like I was like I was reading like a movie synopsis, like <laughs> getting all excited. Like, oh man, it sounds like the best movie of the summer. <laughs> did you see? The, what did you? You sent us that movie thing, right? I did. Yeah, that, that yeah. was so awesome. I was so I thought that it got cut off halfway through. I thought I was like, oh, yeah, man. I was annoyed that it was like over. Oh man, that thing was so funny. <laughs> well, we all can this... talk. We can talk about that too, real quick here. So Brian Thomas, also one of our listeners, sent us in something, and uh, he sent me an email, and I, I have to read it on air. He's like, hey, just want to say thanks for the quick reply and allowing me to email you. I was listening to the latest episode of the A-Team, got to the part where Jay asked what we would do if the A-Team stopped. 
Had some downtime at work. Decided to type up my response for you. Um, keep up the good work. You guys seriously do make Mondays better. So what he did was he basically – well, no. I'll just read it. This is insane. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. So first off, I'd like to start off by saying I'm one of the many that can relate that the A-team gets me through Monday. Having an hour commute to and from work and having to work eight hours as an IT help desk technician can be quite boring. Secondly, Jay proposed what we, the audience, would do if the A-team decided to stop producing content. I, for one, would first cry like a little baby for a good two to four weeks. Once I got my act together, I would spend the rest of my life savings, bracket, currently $4.34, close bracket, to make the A-team the movie. Kagung. KYT is played by Bobby Lee from Mad TV. He can play both the funny and the serious role, but most of the time the rest of the cast thinks, is he here? Oh, oh, there he is. Jay Jaharski Bush as played by Zach Galifianakis, the big lovely goof that no one takes for granted, but give him enough trolls and beer and you'll have someone you don't want to mess with. Scott McCallum is played by Matthew McConaughey. Do of I course. Really need to explain this, he says. <laughs> yeah, you John- do have to explain this, by Jonathan the way. Jonathan Medina as played by the most interesting man in the world. I don't always trade fairly, but when I do, nah, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> Plots. Okay, so we got our all-star cast. Now we need a plot. Well, not too many new ideas out there in the market anymore, so we'll need to clone, see what I did there, something that was previous. So, Hangover-esque. One of the crew is getting married during the weekend of Gen Con, but the day before they decide to play Booze Cube, but they cube a little bit too hard, and they wake up and find that Scott is missing from the previous night. They must retrace their steps, find the missing cards, and find their buddy before the wedding. Or barbershop-esque. Our crew would be owners of a popular old-fashioned card shop, then out of nowhere, a competing store would open across the street. Oh, noes! The shop's name would be none other than In Contention. Matt Cranstuber, as played by Andy Samberg. Yeah, Ruben Bresler as played by Robin Williams, and Joey Pasco as played by Mark Wahlberg. Uh. <laughs> this can also be opened up for a sequel. When the crew defeats in contention, there's a new shop at the mall. Flannel Wireball. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Skip the whole turtle thing and we have our crew as vigilante crime fighters that run a hobby shop during the day but fight bad guys at night. But this in is a city. Legit. This is even real possible. Yeah, but in the city, there is one crime lord that won't go without with a, that won't go without a fight, the Smitty. <laughs> oh, oh, another cast member, Jesse Smith, as played by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Like he is so dead on. I have I I, I know kung fu. I have iced tea. Kaka, bro, kaka. <laughs> so big thanks to Brian for sending that in because that was a, a big one for us too. We had a huge laugh about that one this week as well. It was the uh, best. It got me through this horrible week, which I still somehow have a day left of. It's not Friday for fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck's sakes. So it is Friday, bro. I guess technically. It is not for Friday. him yet. For us. Damn West Coaster. Um and then the other one, of course, is Joshua Lemish. Um Apparently, if we stop podcasting, he will have another stroke and actually die. <laughs> oh, my he'll, God. He'll actually die uh, this time. That's he'll not, actually die that's this not time. funny. Dude, well, Joshua no, Lemish said it. He typed it. He's like, enough said. He says, you can't stop or you'll be murderers. All other reasons are invalid. The Grim Reaper will catch up to me and it will be on your hands. With this podcast, I have the strength and will to fight death itself. Like, how do you stop doing this shit after uh, that? How can we not read it? I mean, come on. We have to read it. Uh, so what this means is we're going to hold our audience as ransom. Yeah. Because do you want the Hermy burning houses and stuff? Do you want and Joshua Do you want to be Lemish responsible to for Joshua Lemish's death? 
No, so what you're going to have to do is send us money. Okay, we're going to do a little Jerry telethon, you know. We're going to do one of just... those Fivers. Have you guys heard of that website, Fiverr? No, what is it? it go there. It's Fiverr.com. I think there's two R's maybe. This is an off-topic segment, but basically people will, they put things on there where they'll do it for five bucks. Like, for example, I'm going to start a Fiverr oh, yeah. uh, where if anybody wants me to talk about their whatever and plug their shit and also give them a shout-out, send me five dollars. Wow, you're charging people for shout-outs? What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got some free shout-outs. Go. I'm going to shout-out uh, Adam Prozac for posting uh, an article about Battle of Wits and Door to Nothingness decks on Star City Games this week. So that guy is awesome. I mean, Adam Prozac is pretty awesome in general. Um, so, yeah, shout-out to him. Shout-out to Cedric. Uh, I didn't really know you that much before we did the cast. I thought you were kind of an asshole. But uh, I think you're awesome now. I think uh, just hanging out with you for a couple hours. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big Cedric fan now. So I'm still an asshole for the record. You you're an asshole, but you're awesome. So, so is Medina. So totally okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, oh, uh, who else do I want to give a shout out to? Damn it, I had it in my head and now I lost it. Anyways, uh, I also just want to give a plug. Uh, I'm right now sorting all kinds of M13 singles, and those will be up by the time you listen to this cast. So check out uh, store.legitmtg.com to get your... Oh, shit. I wanted to give a shout-out to you, even for reals, even. Today, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Medina tweeted, Shit, some of my prices were really shitty. I'm an (laughs) asshole. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Who does that? The prices were shitty, man. Who Who does does that? Who, Who is like, oh, I'm running a store, and my prices are shit. And as such, I will admit this in the general public, out loud, in written hard copy, and then apologize. Fucking no one. So shop at legitmtg.com. Even if it takes them like 19 months to send me some Tibbles that I pre-ordered, it's not a big deal. No, 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 no. no, no. Takes me. Fix the problem with my temporal masteries. Those got here really quickly. It kind of sucked because that card was just shouldn't have purchased that because it doesn't do anything. But <laughs> it's totally fine. They fix that shit. Good customer service. You know, the orders are coming out real good now. You know, they, they're they hiring girls for some reason to write articles about tweets. Yeah. That's all about. Girls to write articles about other stuff. That's shout out to Nina. But honestly, <laughs> other stores, you suck. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, by the way, I did fix the prices. Uh, they were <laughs> shitty. I will admit. No, I, I, no. Just said they were <laughs> shitty and left them. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah. I, I was checking things out. And I was like, what the hell is happening here? These prices are garbage. So I fixed them. So they are fixed. And I will continue to do that. <laughs> You're such a nice guy, Medina. I know. I know. I'm just awesome. I don't between, know what to say. Between your shitty prices and beating people until they don't move. <laughs> just, really. Oh, man. I can't imagine why you were fired from Star City. It just doesn't I, make any sense. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm not impressing Cedric Phillips here today, guys. Uh, so I think you need to leave comments and tell Cedric, uh, you know, I'm a decent dude. <laughs> it's a good guy in my book. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, then, I think we're done, right? KYT, have you uh, given out shout-outs? A bit, but I, I just wanted to mention that I'll be seeing Medina himself next week. And we'll be I owe watching. it to you, KYT. I owe it to, you. <laughs> I owe it to <laughs> him to fly to Columbus to see him. And uh can't wait to watch Dark Knight Rises together with him. 
Just me yeah. and you, man. Fuck the other guys. Just me and you. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. So when does it come out? Next Friday? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. You can't come with us. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be so dark in the theater, you won't even know I'm there. <laughs> Unless he we'll, smiles. <laughs> we'll call someone and we'll say that you robbed us. <laughs> Which will be factually correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen... Hopefully we'll see you all next week. And don't forget, episode 100 is coming up. we got some crazy shit in store for you, so we'll, take, we'll talk to you soon. That's right. Hit them till they yeah. stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So well, I got you with me. I want you to see this what you mean to me. Wish I could give you the moon. The end will be soon as it should be. Just understand, for so God's plan, but I'm wrapped in your hands. <laughs>